going on you know we took a break but i want to take time out to thank everyone that even uh, hit us up checked up on us man and was even showing some support uh we do the show for y'all man so i'm glad you guys were very uh you know understanding uh, what we had it is yeah absolutely supportive man uh shout out to my man Helgore one time too man i i definitely appreciate uh the message you sent um and we you know we here to do what we do uh, we're not going to dwell too much, but you know what it is, Quincy Jones Show. I am your host, Quincy Jones. Go, and of course, I got the best damn tag team partner in the biz, uh, Ness. What's yes. going on, man? In this corner, the hip hop hybrid, the true Triple H of the IE, the true Triple H of hip hop and pro wrestling. It is I, Doc Lesnar, and we back, man. We back. We 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 back. Uh, like we never loved, but man, um. Got lots to talk about. Uh, it's kind of a big week for wrestling, uh, even more with this news that kind of just hit. Uh, we'll, we'll start it off slow feeder, man, because I know, you know, the obviously big headline, AEW, this ROH thing. Well, I guess more so Tony Khan. We're not going to be like AEW bought ROH. It's Tony Khan who bought ROH. But yeah, yeah um, the principal owner. Credit to you, though, because I know you've been keeping up, not just even on the show, but also behind the scenes, just in the chat with, well, you know, myself and Mark. Uh, yeah. Shout out to McFly. Uh, just on this whole, whatever this, the details surrounding this huge yeah. announcement for some time, man, it's been rumored for a bit. Uh, we've speculated of quite a bit of different possibilities here on the show. And a lot of them kind of overlapped in, in a sense that we'd even kind of know that that would even be a possibility. But um, yeah, I mean, kind of got the, the confirmation of it as of uh, the, which I thought was kind of crazy because we usually don't get Tony who announces his own announcements. They always say he's going to announce them, but he never is the one who announces them. They always yeah, usually I mean, play I like a graphic. A, yeah. I thought it was that telling, was right? Cut. Yeah. 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 But someone needs to tell uh, Tony that, uh, yo, just let microphones do their job. You don't got to yell <laughs> on hey, the microphone. Yeah. I know you you guys <laughs> hey. to Paul Turner's ear or whoever, like that's how it felt was like, can, can you hear me? Am I too loud? You guys can hear me, right? Like, you know, those, <laughs> right? like that's kind of how it came off. He was excited, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was good. It was, I mean, yeah. especially to do it at Daly's Place. It was kind of, you know, obviously a good move. We got the hometown crowd there. Also, yeah. you know, the, to drop that, that bit of news, especially something, again, that was like rumored for so long with mm-hmm. not a lot of, uh, and I've said it before, there's not a whole lot of um, dirt uh, that really, you know, spoilers that come from AEW in a sense. So that's kind of one of my, I guess uh favorite things about them um, yeah, obviously I mean, again speculation they, but yeah yeah i mean I, I think it's one of those things where nothing it's pretty leak proof but it yeah that's the word yeah. speculation where you know like even like the keith lee debut and stuff like that you know you start just going down the line of of uh possibilities uh, yeah yeah and, and, and eliminating scenarios and whatnot yeah, yeah exactly i even remember the internet came out in droves that were like don't be fooled by that red herring photo that that Mia posted. That's from their vacation from two years ago. You know, trying to make people think that they were on their yeah. honeymoon and stuff like <laughs> the, that. The, so. the investi- I should call them the investigative wrestling community was coming out hey. uh, for for quite a bit. Yeah, 
Um, and then, I mean, and, and, and even, even, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, depending, I mean, some of that investigation <laughs> yeah. is, is a little bit toxic, a little obsessive, yeah. and, you know, depending yeah. where you Depends go with it. The but hot seat for sure, a- yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but you know, with, with this, this is kind of, yeah, big news. I mean, we were also speculating though, if that was the case and even before this huge announcement was teased, we were when the news of the, you know, them going out of business somewhat, but they were still trying to figure out some sort of uh return. Uh, with what the super card coming up, you know, obviously for mania season and stuff like that. We immediately, yeah. this is what back in December, I believe, because this is back with uh, the last pay per view they had, right? Yeah, um, I mean, we were, I, I think it was final battle, yeah, final it battle. Thank you, fitting. but um, yeah, we were just they said they needed they were going to take time to reimagine what restructure, the yeah, will be structured, yeah, exactly. yeah. And um, but we immediately were, were thinking, like, well, I mean he has the money to kind of use them as a feeder system. If that's what it is. I mean, we didn't want to, obviously not, we're not disrespecting any of the current talent on there. Um, It was just the fact that there's a lot of talent that, I mean, obviously currently employed now at AEW that cut their teeth and were prospects that came in through ring of honor and are known Mm -hmm. and are on that roster because of, you know, companies like ring of honor, Adam Cole, the bucks. I mean, obviously Brian Danielson, Page. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of guys that, you know, were carved out of that. See, obviously, CM Punk, that's another big one, obviously, right? Red Kyle O'Reilly. I was just about with, to say Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. yeah. Um, even Keith Lee. Keith, Keith Lee has are, made it, made his appearance through there as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, not for nothing. With all the, all the storylines that are even playing into Revolution this weekend, I felt like Man, what a good time to get your hands on that library, bro. In terms of like, you know, and, really- and that was and that was another big thing we were talking about is how they had the 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 library for all in the footage, which I'm like, that's kind of crazy that they don't own that. Seeing as that was kind of the catalyst, you know, for what they're mm-hmm. doing now and the unofficial um, show, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you look at a lot of the people that are on that card and and that are participating in in the in the company now, it's a lot of familiar faces, you know, but. Yeah, this is kind of a big thing. And then, um, you know, again, a lot of people were kind of raising uh, eyebrow about how, uh, you know, they were going to utilize if anyway. I mean, because it's so fresh, you know what I mean? Obviously, you know, but I guess uh, words coming in that uh, the plans for the company going forward. And this is coming. Uh, obviously, shout out to Stellar J, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. wrestling pro wrestling spotlight. Yes, sir. The sources confirmed that the internal plans call for AEW, AEW to utilize Ring of Honor as a developmental territory of sorts. Additionally, it was said that uh, main roster AEW talent will be dipping into the ROH brand on occasion. Uh, but uh, as far as that, you know, obviously, again, still kind of new on the presses, uh, says that this person will keep uh, everyone updated on information when it comes available. But, yeah, I mean, again, a little bit of a echo of what we were kind of thinking as well. Uh, back, yeah. you know, as far as uh, again, I, a lot feel- of talent untapped, mm-hmm. a lot of potential untapped, a lot yeah. of money left on the table as well. I don't know if that means we're gonna have to get Braun Strowman uh, or I'm sorry, Titan, but I mean, they're doing their own thing now. They're they're kind of, I don't know if you heard about mm-hmm. that. They're, they're starting their own uh, company, yeah, yeah. I don't think we Wait, discussed which- it on, on the show, but we definitely have talked about it, yeah, but yeah. No, I mean, we, yeah, since the news of ROH becoming possibly up for sale, because I heard through Sinclair Broadcasting, the library. I think it's been like over two years now that they are offering to sell it. I will be. I will say this. I give a lot of credit to Khan because WWE really could have pulled a, a, a coup if they were able to. I don't know what the, the, the bottom line was for everything for sale. But, I mean, you imagine if they were able to purchase ROH, they probably wouldn't have done shit with it. You know what I'm saying? But they probably just would have wanted the library. Yeah, it would have been just like Evolve, right? 
Yeah, well, maybe, but I, I look at it like who's still over there that went through that system. Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, um, you know, Sam I Dave, mean, but well, they got that, rid of Samoa Joe, yeah, right. But besides Nigel that, McGinnis, like, mm. nah, no, I mean, he's with well, UK and who knows what they're yeah, doing, you know. I don't but know, I, I have what no I was idea. Say yeah. is, it would have been a better chess move, too. Not that I'm going for WWE in this war, but you imagine if they got their hands on all in. No, no, that would have been a, a ridiculous play. Especially yeah. like a guy like Nick Khan, I think a guy like Nick Khan would have probably like relished in, in, in taking that, right? Yeah, because um, because yeah, I didn't I'm even think about that on that on the flip side because who who would have stopped them from? I mean, if it was up for sale, I mean, anybody if Tony bought it, anybody else could have bought it too. Yeah, and we know the kind of money they're dro- driving in over, you know, especially with all the releases and stuff. So that's why it's interesting to see if it was a money thing versus uh, who they felt had the best interest, you know, for. ROH the, the future forward, yeah so. and that's the thing i think is they probably didn't want to sell the wwe because they didn't have any faith in what their vision if any yeah i mean look what they did with ecw you know what i mean i don't think you could <laughs> yeah. sell a product that's as raw and pure as ring of honor given its lineage and prestige i mean they kind of they, they kind of tried with nxt by you know when they they, they kind of draw away a lot of their top talent you know what I mean? Yeah, and now look what happened. Oh. It's a sports entertainment show, and that's yeah. why I think that Which... might have been a driving force. If we don't want to see NXT two, 3.0, 3.0, yeah, 2.5 at this point, right? I mean, yeah, but going back knows? to your comment of the feeder system, and I think maybe some some people take feeder system as like as a, as a yeah as a as obviously a gig, yeah we're not like, yeah no no that's not what exactly now what we're saying more like what NXT was the purpose of NXT before 2.0 was for the main rosters to, to take guys, whether they're new talents, familiar names, journeymen, everything in between, help mold them to be TV ready, tighten up some things, get things to click. And we were talking about that could be a system for AW because, you know, let's yeah. not act like there was a lot of people who looked green or at least TV green, like could probably work and have worked. No, they'll the they, they, yeah, they lack the discipline of the hard cam and facials and things like that. You know, yeah, that, that was, but not all of it. You know, that would that would be so, something that a lot of those guys could benefit from. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, we were and, talking about guys like Garcia. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm even thinking like everything you're saying. I mean, because like the one thing that 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 could also there's there's a lot of like you know I'm a big component on you as well as Iron Sharpens Iron. You know, they can't always just bring in whatever popular internet or local person, you know, into do like AW dark all the time. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, maybe you can get more people to watch certain product too. Uh, if you got some featured names, you know what I mean? From like, you know, like a, you can't tell me like a Silas young versus, you know, one of the young, you know, like maybe like a Brian Pillman jr. Would be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to just so, something like that where, where it's like, yeah, they can really use a, a lot of different other people to help. I mean, because that's, I think that's where they suffer is like, they don't always want to give people L's or build people because that means they're going to have to win over somebody that they don't necessarily, you know, want to look weak. So it's yeah. like not saying that, oh, we need to ROH so we could get a bunch of dispensable talent. But it's like, does it help, you know, to spread around some some of the growth? Yeah, especially when you got, like you said, a lot of vets or uh, journeymen that, you know, are OK to take an L like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and, that, and that's obviously like, on a very on a real specific scale, obviously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like me and McFly were chatting and he he said it best. He says, you know, there are so many people on that roster 
who desperately need yeah. reps but not on national TV. That, yeah, that yeah, that's the best way to say it. Yeah, that's the honestly. Yeah, the, the, yeah the and clear, we talked about yeah. guys like I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Darius came back, but Dante Martin probably would flourish in like a Flip Gordon type of situation over there. Daniel Garcia maybe doing what American Dragon used to do and stretching people. We were talking about Matt Seidel, who, yeah, he's a vet, but he's not sniffing a title shot anytime soon. So he would be one of those journeymen that you can use, you know, to, to really get guys over a private party would be good. Like he, I mean, of course, Mark said half the division. So, you know, you talk about Brian Pillman Jr. Maybe even his Griffin, him could go over there and actually have a credible run. And I, you know, one guy I said to was, you imagine if Brock Anderson and Arn Anderson showed up in Ring of Honor so he could try to get more, you know what I mean? Like build on the prestige of the Anderson name, be taken a lot more seriously. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that would be kind of cool because especially with, with it being a little bit less um, about being, you know, because obviously there's still a little bit of sports entertainment with AEW as well. It's not a, a pure wrestling show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because, you know, there's obviously room for certain acts and certain things and, you know, a, a suspension of, of belief beyond other people's preference. But it is what it is. Everything's inclusive, right? Yeah. But yeah. But mm -hmm. if you were to bring someone like a Brock and his dad to a ROH, which is more more that pure wrestling factor, like, yeah, that'd, that'd be a kind of a cool little. And then again, like you said, yeah. guys like Red Death fucking daniel garcia i think because he's he, he sold me on himself before i was like man who is yeah this guy? you know what i mean but before he, before he's just with the wrong up. crew yeah. he's with the wrong crew is what it is that, that that's i mean i don't mind and, them and but they're they guilty of that a lot yeah, yeah like i don't mind them together they they fight well together but there is zero like common thread you yeah know, like even the other night when they did their sick you know they were talking about i forgot who was it they were responding to daniel bryan or brian danielson after losing their first effort in the uh, battle Royal and they're going to come get it to, you know, that, then that result resulted in Mox coming out last week or whatever, when they handed off the mic to Daniel, it's like, they're so hype. And he's just so like kind of murmuring a little bit, you know what I mean? Like he, I feel like Garcia always has a hard time finding the mic to cut a real legit promo, I, I, which is funny. Cause he's so much more intense with his facials in the ring. Like, yeah, he's definitely, a, but, uh, but another guy we talked about was a uh, hook um would be you know you get oh yeah yeah that's true have them be a t champion or the taz treatment whichever i mean further back you want to go they they you can I mean? or even just team taz as a it could like, i was gonna think they would be the premier stable there if you, you uh, know that would be pretty i mean when you i was gonna say if, if you were to have um for whatever reason if he ended up taking like the i guess not off of starks necessarily even though i keep saying starks doesn't belong in that stable uh but if Hook somehow gets the FT, FTW championship, I think that would be a way better move to, like, you know, have him, you know, move that on. I mean, and that's the thing. We keep saying over there and over here. I don't know what this ROH thing means. I don't know if this means, like, another another platform, another show on top of whatever they're doing. But the one thing, you know, I will say before I get into, you know, any more specifics like that, because, you know, obviously get a little bit ahead of herself. I will say that because uh, I was talking to Justin again from Pro Wrestling Spotlight. And he was asking me if I thought that this was going to be a little bit too much for, for Tony to handle. Like, you know, this is two companies, you know what I mean? And yeah. who knows what the immediate future of it is. Obviously we have like a little bit of a clue where, you know, with the whole developmental uh, aspect that we, that we were just talking about, but I was saying, I don't know if he can, because obviously he has like uh, some other stuff he has to do. I, I would say obviously with the, with the Jaguars uh, 
franchise as well, right? He's he got like, the soccer club as well. Yeah, he has, he has like other obligations. So I was like, dude, this is when um you bring in uh William Regal to oversee uh the new Ring of Honor. How about that? That would be dope. But I, the one thing I do have to point out was, did you notice the little weird? I don't know if it's a jab, but it was some sort he needed to say on the mic. It's not Shane. I'm not Shane. Shane's not here. And it's like, no one wants to think about Shane buying WCW when you're talking about ROH. Because, hey. Oh, because it's probably because I had a whole, like, it says Khan on, <laughs> it says Khan on the contract, but it isn't Nick. It's Tony Khan. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why like, everyone was thinking they were, they were pulling the whole invasion angle, uh, which, if you think about it, if they, did, if they actually did like an invasion angle, which I'm like, it's, it, I don't know how you invade a whole wide ass roster of AOW guys you guys would get swallowed up like Lutz versus Crips <laughs> like you know what I'm saying yeah it's <laughs> like, uh I mean but I, I agree is, with Justin it will be interesting to see how he juggles all this I don't know if he's you know because we've heard about this kind of power shift of I'm the owner I'm the booker I I I and I don't know if he just needs to bolster his belt a bit to really prove that yeah I am a billionaire's kid and I've never been in the wrestling business before, but I know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know if that's what the move is for, but it'll be interesting what, to see what they do, especially from a broadcasting standpoint. You know what I'm saying? But definitely a good coup. I know we were kind of thrown a bit, too, because Andrew Zarian had tweeted out earlier in the day about this supposed HBO Max deal that was going through. And although I think that could be beneficial at, to some degree, you know, it was not something we were like, man, I better not be the announcement. I mean, know, based on what he was, I think this is something that's really going to change uh, wrestling right now. Like, yeah. And he, it something for the fans. You yeah. Know, yeah. Which, it, which in a certain context. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You yeah, know, and because if you guys aren't, aren't happy privy, yet, the yeah, listeners, yeah. So, you know, what it sounds like is happening, which it was kind of confirmed via commentary a bit. It seemed uh, like you were noting from Excalibur. Yeah, they brought up that, Euphoria in the HBO uh, Max yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think he was touting the fl the fluid, you know, promotion skills of Max Caster or whatever. Even though last week we weren't touting that from Max Caster. But that's <laughs> it was it was um, his necessary segue to get that off, I guess. You know what yeah, I mean? I Pause. But, like, but basically there's news yeah. that uh, Tony uh, has appeared to ink some sort of deal with HBO, uh, not Go, but HBO Max to looks like to stream their pay-per-views heading forward as it seems like there's kind of been like some sort of outpour from fans who you know although they love the product it's tough and we talked about it too because they don't run you know monthly pay-per-views uh maybe by yeah, month it was a quarter i think it's but, quarterly but right a, yeah about just about you know but it's you know and i guess yeah, some it, are tv specials but some of them yeah exactly Exactly. And and we've seen crazy yeah. things happen on some of these TV specials. Yeah, too. no, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, it seems like the shell out this the 50 bucks for every couple of months, you know, and don't get me wrong, like $9.99 a month still is less than you know, you're paying 30 bucks instead of the 50. So I kind of get it, but I think it would it sounds like it's something that's gonna be implemented to make their content more accessible for a better price you know but i don't know what that does for the bottom line unless hbo really threw some money at them you know what i'm saying because you know me alone on 2k i don't have every person in AEW, but i only do AEW as a brand and it's already i have 99 people on there you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i can't imagine what the what the full like 
actual, actual roster consistent. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And and so um yeah, so you know, like so we'll see. I mean, I, maybe that's where all the weights will be as well. Maybe streaming through the HBO. Let me let me ask you this: What do you think that mm-hmm. means for their relationship? If uh, going forward, if that is going to be a, a thing, um, with fight the fight TV app, because that's kind of where they've been kind of home for a bit. Also, mm-hmm. a little bit with Bleacher Report. I don't know what you know. That's kind of a sometimes with Bleacher Report. It's not all the time. Yeah, that will but, be but, interesting. Yeah, but the white TV app is usually where you order it from, is it not? Yeah, I mean that's one of the uh, that, that is one of the more popular avenues to do it. Same thing with Bleacher Report. Hmm. Um, yeah. I know I've done it right through the PlayStation Network, so I think I just might be on a buy event basis. I don't oh, know okay, if they okay. actually have inked deals or exclusive rights and stuff like that. Um, you know, but it'll be interesting to see what happens, man. Like, because even now I'm still thinking about other teams because. Like I said, Mark was like, throw the whole, half the tag team division over at ROH. And I'm just thinking, just, you know, ROH has always been good with tag team wrestling. I, I, they, I, yeah, have, them, have a few of them go up against All Night Express. That would be a great a great yeah. kind of thing, right? You know what like, I mean? Like, I don't love them, but Gun Club have a certain... There's something to them. There's something yeah, to and, them, but it's yeah, like... but they yeah. need reps. They yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So. They have a look. They have a look. But they need reps. That's what it is. Yeah, I think that's definitely. what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's something you said that uh, obviously is a perfect segue for one of my next points. And it's uh, you know, because we we uh, we did skip a week, but it's worth noting that you know some updates in this situation. But um, you know, you were talking about how you know the company and and the booking power, so to speak, is you know very much Tony's show now. And uh, I know that gets you know thrown out around a lot. And uh, you know, there was a lot of uh. I don't want to say misinformation, but there was a lot of different kinds of information coming out uh, from different, uh, uh, I don't want to say sources. There you go. Outlets, you know, depending on who, because it's, it's all, pre, you know, preferential, who you trust, right? But there was a lot of different, you know, differentiating information coming out about the, the Cody information, uh, you know, uh, situation, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether the him losing creative was any type of like huge factor, and yeah, you know, I know, you know, uh, everyone's kind of wondering about the Cody thing because it's been a while. But um, the reason I bring it up is because, you know, we did get uh, some quotes that we actually haven't had a chance to discuss from uh, Kenny Omega on the situation. Oh, yeah, that's who, right. Uh, obviously a little bit close to the situation, uh, being an e- one of the EVPs who obviously another person who had uh, their create, you know, creative uh, freedom or I should say creative power pulled back a bit, just like Cody and the rest of the Bucks. Also someone who's. Uh, continue to be obviously attached to Cody, not only with this project with AEW, but also, you know, when it comes to their relationship being the elite, as well as Bullet Club dating back to the New Japan stuff before they, even, oh, yeah. you know, jump ship and wanted to start this whole revolution. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously, I felt like this was kind of interesting. We haven't seen him on a while on TV in a while. Obviously, since he's lost a title, he's been, you know, trying to recover from all everything he's been going, putting his body through, obviously. But, yeah. um, yeah, I thought it was worth kind of, you know, reading his point of view on the situation as well, because uh, it does give a little bit of glimpse behind the curtain uh, for those uh, listening who probably may have already read this, just, you know, just for the sake of us having a little bit, a uh, little bit of insight. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? It's been it's been a week. You know, l- l- let me talk to my guy <laughs> or, 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 or as, as Gable says, there's my guy. <laughs> I see. Oh him, man! I got shirts that say "shoosh" on it. Shoosh, he does that "shoosh" and he keeps doing that. Hey, oh, thank you. He keeps doing that. That's his new one. Uh, anyways, uh, Omega says uh, a lot of the fans know by now. It's essentially now Tony's show, and of course, he's always going to listen to our advice. 
and take our suggestions to heart. But AW is very much Tony's thing, Tony's baby, and we're 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 there to support it in any way that we can. And it's very possible that this current version of AW just wasn't a good fit for Cody. Uh, to Cody, for me, I feel like he was one of the original four. There's always going to be a place for him. So mm. I thought that, that was you know that was obviously one thing that was interesting. But he does also talk about um kind of like the the difference in um possible ideology after a while uh because he says um you know that's where him and the bucks differed he said they never wanted to go to war with vince or wwe uh they Mm -hmm. said they just wanted to give people an option and just get us a platform for our brand of storytelling and our style of wrestling and i think when cody had his way of going about things i wasn't sure how to follow up with that nor was i interested they're sort of like there's Kenny doing his thing. There's the Bucks doing their thing. And then there's the Cody verse over here, which I, I never heard that term before. Oh, really? Yeah. The that, Cody that's, that, that's gotten pretty, pretty. Yeah. Because that's why, you know, when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, I even made the, the point that it always seems that whenever Cody has a segment or a match, it's like, it's so different than the rest of the show like, like, like it stands up but not always necessarily in a good way yeah like I mean, it, not it, it to just say it's bad but it's always, like i said those are the i'm i'm getting thrown off the top rope through an announcer's table match and sometimes like, i was gonna say in many ways overproduced whether trying to stand out or trying to go over the top huh like I, I would say i don't want to say overproduced maybe trying a little too hard but i think what it is is he's trying to stay rooted in professional wrestling and not so That's much true. expand on independent wrestling because he didn't grow up in the independence but i think he sharpened his blade post wwe release you know what i'm saying and um there's nothing wrong with that but yeah it, it's just I, I think that's it's almost like having AEW the way it is now and then randy orton has a match and it just stands out because it's going to be a different type of match you know or you yeah, know, that's and, true. And, and and the thing is, you know, they, they say that they have all different styles, but maybe they, they don't do a good job of making that style more commonplace. Yeah. I mean, or I mean, but some, balancing all four. Yeah. Because yeah, some would argue that maybe the way it stands out is is a good thing because mm-hmm. it, it means that you're going to watch it from a different perspective. But yeah. also it could stand out in a bad way for someone that's uh, 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 oh, it's, it's the old school match. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, uh, it, there's it, no it flippy dudes ba- in this one. <laughs> like, yeah, it could be a you know bathroom I mean? break for an indie rific fan, but it also yeah, could be the breath true. of fresh air for the purest fan or the lapsed fan that grew up on Dusty or Flair or whoever, because it has who may be waiting or looking for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's I think Cody's matches always had that clear cut. There's a white meat baby face, and then there's a heel, and there's there's you know spots. At, at least a modern version stuff. of it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know mm-hmm. so. Yeah, so I but, yeah, maybe it was just tough to balance all four of those because that's the thing. I, I agree. Like, I don't know if it, it, you got to remember everybody but Cody said we're not at war with WWE. Jericho said it many times on his podcast. That's true. Yeah, you know, and so I. But think but but, but called himself the demo god. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then it got funny because it's or almost funny, but kind of like you know, Cody did lead the revolution, you know, especially in Ontario, but I think maybe he felt like he had to keep the foot on the pedal and, you know, whether it was the sledgehammer to the throne, which, you know, at the time was cool. And like, a, Oh, so they really trying to, they really, it. yeah. But, they, 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 they Like we're not here. We're not just here to part, uh, to participate. We're here to take over kind of yeah, you know yeah, I mean? thing, but that also might've made other people a little bit 
uh, you know, uncomfortable because that's not why they, you know, I think it's yeah. for the lines and or the mission statement of providing an alternative kind of got amped up to 11 where everybody just wanted to coast to that, you know, maybe that's my opinion. No. Yeah. And uh, what's worth noting the, the final, the final quote of that was uh, Kenny doing his thing. The Bucks is doing their thing. There's the Cody verse over here doing whatever it is that he does. And then there's the stuff that Tony does. So I thought that was interesting because it's not even just those four. It's like Tony, I guess oh, he, has, yeah. he has, Who he has, has the final say. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then uh, he, you know, he goes on to even just discuss, I guess, his even uh, relationship uh, with Cody. He says, uh, "But again, uh, though my professional relationship with Cody was great, he's not a guy that I go and get a diet Pepsi with on my off time. So I don't know how he personally feels about anything." Uh, but I can only guess as to why he would leave. And I just think that he saw it that he saw that what his deal was up as an opportunity to investigate something within wrestling or just in life in general that would bring him more happiness. So, um, yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because I know he recently tweeted in support of AEW when they announced that they would be debuting in Detroit soon, which is a big market to go to, especially you know well, that, well, that's his, where his wife's from. Yeah, very true. And he said, man, this is really cool. Or this is I'm, this is cool that this is happening, something along those lines. But another thing I was listening to keep it at 100, you know, <clears throat> alumni over here. And <laughs> yep. you know I mean, if you but know, I, you know. Yep. Yep. And uh, Doug Larson in the building. Um, but uh, <laughs> they had a guy on. I always forget his name, but he was saying Billy that, Body. Yeah, might that might be who it is. Billy. He I know. Was, I know who you're talking about. He always got the scoop, man. Yeah. He was talking about how it seemed like Cody did want to turn heel at one point, but couldn't ink a deal that was to his liking. And that a lot of the catalyst maybe for him, it seems like it's not an if it's a when in the WWE direction, but it seems like he didn't want to start anything that he can go full fledged on from the heel perspective in a place that might not keep him or appreciate it. So it sounds like he's kind of taken all his, creative cards of what he would have wanted to do and taking it to wwe which let's be honest they love themselves some good heels you know what i mean and and the 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 more heel you are probably the more screen time you get you know what i mean and, i mean i don't know if he necessarily would be perceived as a heel i mean there's a lot of people who like are so wwe like Ur, like these aw staff soy boys and you know they're always yeah. so aggro you know what i mean so they, to, for that, them, that that might be a huge cue that that, that Cody debuts for them. So they, he, who knows? Like, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, even one of the forefathers left, and you know, and, and came, I mean, back home. Like, yeah. you know, if you guys listen to the Flow Show, which is another project I do every uh, every Sunday that we put it out an episode uh, on YouTube. I mean, mm -hmm. I was even talking about like, you know, if if they must have promised them some sort of championship run, you know what I mean, and money. Because mm -hmm. in my head, like, you know, even if he chooses to leave, you know, they can at least, you know, if he's champion, he can at least come back and say, well, I'm a former WWE champion, so I'm worth the money now. Yeah, it might be. You're right. It might be a thing where he's trying to, to really up his stock in some way, which because any anywhere you go, yeah. you got that you got that, uh, you know what I mean? You got that little check mark on, mm -hmm. on you know, as far as a, an a, a, a accolade, the price go up a little bit, don't it? Oh yeah, because former WWE just, champion. Yeah, because I mean, you're you're really. Like I mean, I said, even David Arquette was getting better movies at the WCW Championship. Not playing. <laughs> no. I mean, Vince Russo never got a better job than he got in WCW, and he not was, not once. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> never even um, snipped the title after that. Dang. But but you know, if you you the funny thing is, um, 
there was a, a quote you told me that Sean Rassap had about the Cody situation a couple of weeks yeah. ago where you said that it's kind of crazy how on one week there was all this buzz and talk and then the next week it's almost like radio silence, right? Yeah, he said, I think the, the, he said it's eerily silent now. Like he had been trying to dig through his, you know, connections and, and his correspondence behind the scenes. And it's not, you know, we were talking about how even Andrew Zarian said, you know, it's like a pre-victory type of mood backstage. Like everyone's acting like they already got Cody and he's already coming in. And it's, yeah, just like you said, it's like, then it kind of 180 And you know what? Who knows? Well, it I, might be because of the kayfabe. Cody's a big favor of that. Who, who knows what's going on? Well, uh, well you know, and I, I will say, I, this is what I'll entertain the possibility of what it could be right here. I was talking uh, with... Uh, also uh you know part of the flow show shout out to brian andrew he had heard and saw a tweet but wasn't sure if it was real or not i asked um uh, you know the homie justin who obviously has kind of a relationship with sean and and you know with the whole fightful select stuff i'm like yo it's someone saying this is supposedly a screenshot from a fightful select story have you heard anything about this he said he ain't heard nothing about it but i also haven't heard a, or seen a lot of people come out and say this was not real this is you know usually which is the case so I'll throw it out there just for the entertainment purpose, but supposedly, supposedly, uh, what he heard was there was a little bit of a halt on the talks because they want to cover up his neck tattoo because they are not a fan of the neck tattoo. This is again, this is all speculation, this is all rumor, and no one knows this is not confirmed by any means. But I, in my head, I'm like, that kind of makes sense because I guess he's not a fan of one, like, I guess they're trying to figure out a way to like cover it up in a way where it's not going to look stupid or it's like i'm like what are you going to do like put makeup on it i'm like or like what are you gonna put tape it. over it like or are you going to make a costume that's like you know a turtleneck or something like what do you i mean yeah you know what i mean so uh, so it could, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it, it could be something that he doesn't agree with yeah. and is not on board for which again would make sense again all speculation not not anything real at least not not now you know mm. what i mean but again, just an idea of what could be a possibility of what is the reason for this silence. Maybe you know, they want to saddle him with Ms. Dow's uh, or Sandow's old ascot. <laughs> Man, can you imagine? <laughs> They're like, no, it's cool. Jericho's not doing the scarf thing anymore. It's totally yours. Yeah. It's I totally mean, yours. Interesting. Like you said, if it was makeup, it would not work. Um you know i didn't know if it was like like what like like kinesio tape over it like oh man this neck thing is still bothering me every, every yeah, match. it just seems like he would have to sell that neck forever if that i'm mean, not or, or like the, they're gonna they're gonna bring back the old school uh jeff jarrett you know choker with the with the suspenders oh, going for just for him or what like i mean i don't know i'm trying to figure out what in what way is it like a an entrance jacket that maybe you got to put the collar up on some fonts type shit like that's they can make that work they've done that before yeah but you know he's I mean? gotta take it off at some point you know i mean i wonder if it's or maybe like he doesn't going. maybe he never takes it off <laughs> maybe <laughs> nah. it's part it's a onesie it's it's, it's a romper nah. is what it is no nah, man <laughs> unless vince is like cover the tad or the face paint comes back pal he's I, like i don't like, know he's like ask the guy i used to put the blue dot on his face <laughs> like man Christian? seriously uh, but yeah, I, I, so, I mean, again, all speculation, but again, not completely uh, out of the realm of possibility because of how they like to a control. Present. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of control the, 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 the presentation that, yeah, uh, of, of how they would like the wrestlers that come off perception wise 
reflective of their company, publicly traded. I get that. They have to make people certain people happy. Maybe they're like, no, what you're, is this? you're right. Look what they did with Keith Lee. Well, look what they did with Karrion Cross. Look what they did with Dusty Rhodes. You know, it's yeah. I mean, they oh, and that's his dad. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, I chose the mm. latter. No. Mm. But yeah, I mean, so again, take that with a big over water, huge grain of salt. Again, that's not substantiated by any means, but merely a thought, just a talking point, just mm-hmm. a little seed to get your brain working. But if you heard someone talk about it, remember who told you first. Yes. Sir. Uh, but yeah, I mean, um, but speaking of uh, Tony Khan, man, um, con, man. con man, yeah, I'm over here yeah. sounding like Dan Lambert. Yeah. Uh, I actually uh, had a quote from him because he obviously had a media call. You know, the, the scrums, the scrums will be the That's, scrums, my friend. It, it is a scrum week. Yes. It well, is a scrum week, but um, you know what? You, you you actually did mention Keith Lee. You said there was like something that came out about Keith, right? Uh, there was some, uh, like some concern. Yeah, it was, yeah. It seems like I don't know where the concerns coming from. Yeah, other than the guy who who who's like publicizing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, um, and and I'll quote it right now. It's this came from Wade Keller, uh, PW Torch. I don't know if this is verbatim. In my mind, it sounds very paraphrased and. It's to me the equivalent of no offense, but you know, and he keeps saying these things, and I don't know if he's actually reporting, like I said, verbatim what he was told. I don't, you know, he says it's from a close friend of Keith. I don't know if that means in in outside the ring, if he's talking about, you know, because he seems like he's talking about backstage in AEW, because that's kind of initially the headline that grabbed me was that people in AEW are concerned for Keith Lee's health. So I thought that might have been hand in hand with the COVID scare he had, but it seems like it yeah, might well, he, he also had like the was it was like a heart condition that he had too that he was yeah, dealing I think with that the was, WWE. That was out of so maybe know, maybe that was with COVID. So yeah. Yeah that was like the fallout out of that right I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah so maybe they're thinking more of that because that's the thing is people they they're under impression that he may have put on uh, some more weight which Hey, I, I couldn't tell if he did, and that's not a shot. I'm just saying because he's just naturally has that size to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can understand I would say also because he was covered up in WWE for most of his matches after that. You, you know, who knows what he, you know, I don't remember what he looked like. True. Yeah, and on, I mean, when you say it like that, and it's the first time we've seen him, you know, since the whole Bearcat, uh, you know, experiment gone wrong. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. you. Like, but I mean, it's almost like I feel like this. It's not like when when we saw Stone Cold come back and, and with that chair shot, we're like, "Oh, the beer guts is yeah. is present I, for I'll, sure." I'll even go more modern. It's not like when Jericho started slipping. You know, what I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, Jericho, if you notice, has been tightening up a little bit. Yeah, yeah he's he, got he's starting still, to get his abs up. He so. he still can't. Uh, I mean, he he he. Him and Kofi got the same chest problems for some reason. I don't understand now. <laughs> big weird. Show. <laughs> <laughs> they both had. They both have rounds with the Big Show. You're right. Yeah. Um, but here's the quotes I got. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he says, uh, "Quote uh, again, Wade Keller, not us. I'm not in the Keith Lee hater club. I am his. I am his only friend because I'm not enabling him and acting like the reason that he hasn't succeeded as much." as he should, is the fault only of Vince McMahon. It's not. It's on him. And this is from friends who care about him and who talk to me. He continues, if Keith Lee is wrestling, he's in the wrestling, uh, in the ring wrestling, putting his health and the well-being of his opponent on the line. If he's cleared for that, he can be cleared to work out and get in shape. If the idea that he can't possibly get in shape because he had COVID 
and he might die or went through stress, then take some time and get in shape or don't wrestle if you can't. I mean, that's not an argument. Uh, one of them, meaning I guess one of his friends, texted me after his match on Wednesday, which I assume is the Isaiah Cassidy debut, and was lamenting how he looked and his cardio. Again, it wasn't hateful. It wasn't mean-spirited. This is somewhat, somebody who likes him and was hoping they'd see a different Keith Lee. So I, I was... I don't want to say perplexed, but kind of, I wasn't really yeah, cause sure. I, I didn't, I, I didn't get that from that match for me personally. Um, no. Yeah. I, I thought to me, and, I, I and thought let, the let whole me, segment lacked. I thought because it, I mean, it was a good debut, but it yeah, I thought it was a good funky. debut, but I'm um, yeah. I mean, it was just that the crowd was hot for it. So that's why it, it, it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was even talking to Justin from PW uh, spotlight. I was literally like, yeah, they try to distract me with that bill throw. Like I ain't seen a bill throw. That is like, let's not act like that post match wasn't clunky, my dude, because <laughs> it was. I mean, I, it, it was one of those. It was, I'll play like this. To me, it was just too much. Like when I said overproduced from before, like that was like, yeah. like he could have just hit the debut match and then been cool, but he didn't have to yeah. do the whole. And I'm about to uh, destroy your boy, <laughs> like at the yeah, end. But if he did, it didn't have to be so. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take this drop kick. Then you gonna try something? Then I'm, and gonna, I'm gonna catch, catch you, you know, in midair. Yeah, and and I mean, because I was like, I was like, know. I was like, bro, yeah. In my head, I was like, you went, uh, you versus uh, Dijak real quick on, on these dudes. Like you yeah, didn't have to go, you, you didn't know, have to go that hard on the first try. Or, like or hit him with a bill throw. Yeah, well, or, or, yeah. Or, I mean, he, and he could have just thrown him into the ring or some, some, you know. Yeah, but or, in, or into Isaiah. You but know but you mean? know, I'm not, I'm not here to be like you know critiquing or you know as, as yeah yeah yeah. Because obviously, I, I'd be sitting up here saying people be be spectating all that all the all time. But in terms of this, I mean, like I said, I didn't think the, the, the he looked bad in the match at all. Um, and and just to clarify, you were saying those quotes were Wade Keller saying that, or or Wade Keller were was. Ref like repeating what was quoted to him it's kind of both like like the first one you read that was I, what someone told him see i don't think so because he ends that quote with i heard this from a friend of his okay you know I oh, okay because so the reason i ask is when yeah. you hear the whole it's not Vince man's fault i was like that sounds like somebody who works for Vince man right now saying that to him yeah it, i think you his, know what i mean his opinion is that he doesn't believe vince it would you know his whole I guess experiment with the main roster didn't fail because Vince McMahon didn't know how to present him. He feels like he didn't put, it sounds like he doesn't think he put himself in a position to be presented. Well, I, you know? I, that, that, that's and, weird. And I'm, and I'm paraphrasing too. You know, that's just kind of how it hit me a little bit. Yeah. That, it's just but. weird. Like if that is the notion, because it's like, you mean the guy that you guys were able to produce a whole chronicle uh, for, yeah, you know what I mean, like, you know, or episode four. Thing. You know what I mean, because it's like Keller you, is a former writer, so I mean, he yeah, no, I, I get, I, I get that, but it's like yeah. to say that he put himself in a position to not be presented as well. Like, I mean, I get in the sense of like because you know you're aesthetic, but I'm like, dude, they produced a whole special about him, so yeah. But again, that's you know how I mean? I'm, that's how I'm um, translating. But, but, but yeah. I'm not saying that he's wrong. I mean, there's nothing wrong if he were to tighten up a little bit. I don't think there's anything wrong with him now. But again, there's yeah. nothing wrong with tightening up a little bit. But do I think that that's the reason why he has wasn't pushed? I, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, it almost suggests like so. If he looked more like Bobby Lashley, he would have got the push, or what do you? Yeah, think? like I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but uh, you know, moving on though, uh, I was gonna say that I did get some some uh, TK quotes with the media scrum that was going around. Oh yeah, um, surrounding because there was a lot of people that were you know because it was out of context, but because it caught like fucking wildfire, um, or like fire to a willow. You'll get it in a minute. 
Mm-hmm. So Jeff Hardy, the AEW business. Uh, he was asked about uh, Jeff Hardy, um, you know, obviously possibly, you know, being all elite and in, in that uh, all that good stuff, um, because, again, it set the world on fire because <laughs> he said, oh, I'm going to AEW. And it was like, well, I yeah, mean, we, I would like to go to AEW. <laughs> yeah, he tried to clean it up and say that wasn't a confirmation. That's a like it's a manifestation. It's manifestation. Creatures, yeah, yeah. Um, the best in the night. Uh, did, did you see that video I sent you where he he like uh, what's his name? Matt Hardy put double guns in uh, Mark Sterling's face. Oh yeah, no, it was yeah. I actually That's, ended up watching that. You're on, gonna be uh, extremely. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yo, yeah, well, I was like, I want to see him start doing that a lot more. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I love how, I love it. It's like oh, more more erratic behavior from Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tony Khan said uh, uh, in reference to Jeff Hardy, he says I don't think anybody should consider it a foregone conclusion. I do really like Jeff a lot. I think Jeff is still obligated to another company so for several more days, which I was like, oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah, uh, like, but hmm. uh, some some other company, I can't, I just can't remember the name. It's at the tip mm-hmm. of my tongue. Anyways, uh, uh, but at some point when Jeff is free and clear, I'd love to have Jeff in AEW. Jeff is a, is a friend of mine. I really like him very much, and I think the world of him. I have a lot of respect for him as a wrestler, and he's also a really nice person. I think he would fit very well uh, in AEW, and uh, we would love to have him potentially. Dot, 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 potentially. Um, so, which, you know, obviously saying a lot, because I don't know if you've heard that that's like, the, as much as you said, people are in a, uh, you know, uh, celebratory mood about this Cody Rhodes stuff. I also heard they've been running around like chickens with their head cut off, uh, you know, to the potential fact of they lost out on having the Hardy boys, uh, you know, reunite <laughs> under their yeah. banner and then them losing that act to them. So, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, obviously interesting, uh, interesting words here pertaining to that potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to get the dot 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 in, but do do do. I mean, I mean, um, this is where I'm at with the Jeff Hardy thing. I don't care if he's that he's coming to AEW. I just care that he should definitely be on his last run with his brother, and I think that should be that's real nice for him, you know. And I'm not saying that sarcastically. I just think that's just the better situation for him because you know, let's be real. Like I think him possibly with another championship run in WWE would have been cool, but against who maybe a Seth, but I mean, realistically, yeah, I mean, he wouldn't have been able to carry. About he was being groomed for Roman and then, but, happened. but he wouldn't, he yeah. he wasn't going to be the one to beat Romans. No, no, like, no. like, like, and, and, yeah. and even if he was going to have his chance at holding the title, I don't see him holding it for more than two pay-per-views. You yeah, know I mean, because I mean, it just would have been like the ed- like it's like oh if it, if it wasn't Edge maybe it's Jeff you know and it just would have yeah. been like another guy from the Attitude Era I'm putting on my on my wall you know <laughs> and, and and for me it's like there's a lot more allure there with the tag team stuff just because of you know you can win another championship that just was created with AEW uh, you got the Young Bucks you know rivalry obviously still manifesting by the daily or the, I should say the weekly on BTE. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got other tag teams that are willing to want to put up that best tag team ever uh, moniker to test as well. Like FTR, which I don't mm-hmm. think they've have, have FTR ever faced. And not a seri- they have, but not a like, serious rivalry that I would have liked. Not in WWE. I mean, you tell me, yeah, I agree with you. Like FTR um, top flight just for like, not oh, that'd be them. Them versus but, Private Party, obviously, yeah, would be another one. Learning tree type of stuff. I'm telling um, you, though. See, if he comes over, we got to get Jungle Boy and uh, Christian, bro. <laughs> true. Uh, I will tell you, I, I, I am disappointed playing. that that you know, if he is coming over, it's like ships passing in the night because it would have been great to see the Hardy Boys versus the Brotherhood. 
Yeah, you know I mean? like, that would have been really cool. Yeah, that, and yeah. then and then you also got the Lucha Bros too, who also got. I mean, I'm not too sure what's up with Phoenix, but you got that brother factor as well. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I think he, there's a, a healthy amount of people that they can face. And then we've been talking about, you know, earlier with the ROH stuff, like that's another tag team that can kind of help whip some of those other tag teams to shape as well. Yeah, because they have that role for sure. Run, uh, yeah, also, I was thinking as well, you know, yeah. and, um, with the whole broken universe. And that's what I like, too. I mean, I don't know if they would go back to that look, but that was really cool. When they, you know, even after the ladder wars with the Bucks, etc. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, I agree with you though. Ladder I wars wanna, nice. I don't really need to see any kind of um, title run, at least not world title run from any guy. I wouldn't mind. That's what I was thinking too. Like yeah. TNT champion, but in the sense of how he was U.S. champion back when he was the MFer, and yeah, like, it's kind of like the veteran running the the gauntlet a bit. But I don't know if we absolutely need it. I think to me, just have them be the hardy boys and if you have to have the brother versus brother match you know and, and yeah and, and, and then just wait for uh devon and edges contract to run out and then you know snatch them up and then get that tlc baby you know we know what's funny <laughs> is I, I remember talking about devon yeah uh, with his uh he had episode, he had the back surgery right yeah exactly yeah. but he has clarified that he has been told he cannot wrestle anymore so even though oh. he could play basketball and you know, and, and, it's cool. And, WWE you got the crash pads, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll take care of them. We'll make it cinematic. Let's make it cinematic. Yeah. Hey, I wouldn't be mad at it, but you know, I'm, I'm cool. Oh, dude, even Dar- the way he be dude, bumping. Uh, Dar- I was thinking Darby versus fucking Jeff Hardy too. Obviously, finally. Oh, 100%, yeah, I think. Or, or, or even Darby and Sting versus the Hardy Boys would be pretty cool. I was gonna say. I mean, I know, especially I, if it's Broken Universe Hardy Boys, like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, and, let's and just so pray. Even on that, on that, because I remember not too long ago, I was saying I hate that Sting and Darby are beefing with the AHFO when I'd rather them pivot towards like the House of Black. I think that would be a great thing. But House of Black yeah. versus the Hardys would be great too. Whether it's broken, oh, that'd or be broken. that'd be yeah, that'd be pretty dope as well. Yeah, it would just be yeah, man, on, on who because they got three of them now. So you know, yeah, that's very true. Um, but then you know, you also had uh comments on also recently released, or I, I'm sorry, let me let me let me back that up. Uh recently uh left departed departed yeah. on his own volition, Claudio, uh mm-hmm. aka Cesaro Antonio, yeah. if you're sexy. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Castagnoli. Castagnoli, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not the only one who has had a lot to say about uh Claudio as of late, obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not at all. Kingston, yeah. but um, you know, a lot of interest in seeing where he may end up, if anywhere. I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't end up anywhere. But uh, they asked Tony about it, and he said, quote, I do like him a lot, and I have to say I met him several years ago, and he's a real gentleman. Uh, Claudio, I have a ton of respect for him as a professional wrestler. I think he's a great athlete. He's phenomenal, a phenomenal athlete. Let's be honest. His strength is tip-top, and he has very few peers in the power department. Also, mentally, he puts great matches together. He has great psychology, and he's just a great guy. Yeah, that's something I'd o- always be open to. So, yeah, I think that he'd be a great get, not just because Dude, he- of the history of some of the guys that are already on the roster. Yeah, I mean, that's imagine- not what that's not what's doing it for me either. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's because it, you imagine Keith Lee versus Cesaro. Well, I, dude, dude, I was thinking Keith Lee versus a guy like Hobbs too. Oh yeah, I love how they're teasing that for sure. You know. Oh, I'm, I'm but, sorry, not yeah. Keith Lee versus Hobbs. I'm sorry, uh, um, uh, Hobbs versus Claudio. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what I that, meant. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that either. Like, um, Ward Wardlow versus Claudio. You know, you, you're talking yeah. about some real 
Marco they, Stunt versus Cl- oh sorry yeah yeah I want to see him p- get popped all the way up for that uppercut the, the, uh, now I want to see that UFO like a motherfucker <laughs> have him doing Word. double time I mean, spins let's, let's be honest we want to see Kingston versus Cesaro I wouldn't mind Punk versus Cesaro I, think I, I don't I don't know if I if I I don't know if I do want to see him in Kingston because if there's some real heat there that's just I don't know well, some of it's it good like some it's, of it's some of it's kind of toxic you know what I mean like as we've seen. But you know, it seems again, like Kingston's always willing to do business, though, because I mean, he does not like Jericho. That's a shoot, and they're going. To, they're about to do business. He doesn't like Punk as a shoot, and they did. That was a good match that they had, you know. So, I, I don't know. I think he's able to use it. I wonder if he's getting some, getting some extra motivation on those uh, yeah. pay per view checks. You know what I'm but saying? But it is crazy that it all stems from the fact that he, because Claudio didn't put him over on the way out, and I just feel like I get that to an extent. You know, but I mean, he could have been a dirtbag about it. Is was probably what it is. Probably yeah, what he remembers. It's, it's, it's just yeah. his. Ex- it's just it's his experience that he remembers, whether it's right or wrong to us. So it's it's yeah. he, and it's him remembering. It's about it. It's, it's him remembering how he made him feel in that moment, and he's exactly. never gotten over that. You know what I mean? So no one can yeah. tell him that he's wrong, and and that that I can respect. You know what I mean? But again, like what I, you know, yeah. immediately, do I want it immediately to happen? No. But no. I guess at but some point, I will say this though: if he does show up in AEW, he definitely needs. Uh, a manager i know I, we were trying yeah we were talking about me. that too yeah, yeah like to me a guy like arn anderson would be perfect um because he's not doing shit and i'm not trying to downplay his son and shoddy lee but it's brock and shoddy big shoddy lee like you know the the the, the best tag team smoking on dark i guess i, I you know what i mean that's not doing anything for me i think arn could really use uh a bigger project you know, I mean, he's I mean, someone that could actually yeah. speak for him. Or even like a Mark Sterling wouldn't be bad because he's got Sterling. Jade, who's a beast. You yeah, Ster- yeah, because I, I wouldn't, I mean, you know, he would, I, I would see Claudio getting the, the half and half where, like, he can play, like, just the cocky, like, heel, but mm-hmm. he'd still get cheered because he's a fucking... He's a fucking freak of nature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's a fucking specimen. Um, <laughs> but, like, like and, and that's the thing is, like, I, you know, he can do that well, you know, kind of like how he was doing with the Heyman stuff but obviously this time around it wouldn't be used just to get Heyman over while they were yeah. waiting for Brock to come back you know in, yeah in it was just like short-lived because they're like oh well we can go ahead and just transfer him lateral real quick like well I mean when you really hear about that you're like oh man that kind of I mean when you see you go back you're like that kind of makes sense why that didn't work for him I'm like that sucks because he, yeah. he definitely could have used it for reals yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I and not to re, uh, bring his name up again. I think I even in, in the chat uh, said it'd be dope if like fucking William Regal came in and managed him. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. He, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, it, it, I even thought it, he's for like a second, they try to re- had... rebuild the kings of wrestling because he he's a, he's Regal in his own mind. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I just uh-huh. oh, oh no or hero. No, no, no. Someone else yeah, other than yeah. Him. Yeah. Who knows? You know. But I. I you know, I, it's one of those things where I love Regal. I think he needs to be used. I think your idea of him commissioning Ring of Honor is an excellent idea, um, you know, or being on-screen commissioner, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's one of those things where if he's used as a manager, I think it's got to make better sense. Now, uh, that Mark Sterling bit. one, actually, I think it's because Mark Sterling has a lot of charisma, too. Yeah, and like I said, that's why that's there. That's a that's a freaking another freaking freaking nature. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, Yeah, you know. So yeah, but uh, but with Regal, I remember even saying, and this might be unpopular, you know, depending where you land on this guy, you know, as I name him. But I remember when it seemed like it was going to be a double debut the night Keith Lee did debut. I was like, you imagine if it was like Marty Scurll, like managed by 
like Regal because I remember Regal's PWT store opened and it was like the original villain. And I was just like, fuck, man, that, that might be a cool little way to package Marty where you kind of get the you, 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 you get know, the sympathy. You get the sympathy over. And, and that's the thing, it's like I don't know. I don't know I don't what know the percentage oh, is. You know, like, I guess you you get it more endearing to like because it's weird that they're able to like, they don't feel any way about bringing Jay Lethal on with the the, the litany of yeah, the I should say not the litany, the level of mm-hmm. things he's been accused of in the past. That's a lot of people are still hold against him today, right? Yeah, and it's it's it, it's just it don't it, it it's a different it's a different weight for me for me personally. Yeah. yeah, so that's why it's like I still see people here and there kind of giving him crap, but like it's it, I don't know, man. I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world if we. It'd be I'll play this. It'd be way different if it was Joey Ryan getting a fucking contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, the way I look at it too is because you got Cody seemingly on the way out. People are, you know, the elite hasn't looked more fractured than it has now. Kenny's out longer because he's got delayed doctor's appointments. The Bucks are slowly doing a slow burn with. I mean, you, you got know, the with, the Ring of with, Honor uh, situation, yeah. so like Flip can come over, right? Yeah, well, thinking that because I was thinking, you know, it seemed like a lot of people liked that cameo he did recently for Flip's video. Yeah. So if you bring back an original who was there before Cody and and Marty, and then you're able to, to kind of distract the low hanging fruit with the reward of of William Regal, I, you know, I feel like yeah. that that's a good way to because that endears to the viewer. Kind of kind of distract, yeah. From, yeah, from, and you're intrigued from, yeah. by this new formation you know yeah and where it can go and absolutely where it can go because like again there's a lot of people like like tommy dreamer's fine now you know what i mean like rick flair's somewhat okay like after the helicopter Mm re-emergence you know what i mean like yeah but he still won't he won't stop cutting promos though on everything don't don't even i don't even hear i wouldn't know he doesn't call me no more like (laughs) Like, he's he's nursing his heart bruh yeah, you he's, I'm, it's like, like he can't he can't be like you doing elbow drops at sixty, bro. Like you know. I'm, yeah. Plus, you know, Marty's very entertaining. He he really you is. I mean, if they can get Sloth Orange Cassidy over with, you know, you can utilize the the finger snapping, the ha ha, and all that stuff he would do. You know, like like so. like I'll put like this. Remember when? It was Hangman and Omega versus the Bucks, and Hangman pulled the chicken wing out. Yeah. The whole crowd went nuts. Yep. So, like, I'm, mm-hmm. you're you know right. what I mean? And, and I uh, couldn't tell you the timeline if that was before or after everything, you know, kind of blew up on that situation. But, I mean, you know that there's a market for that. You know that, I mean, if you think that, like I said, I thought it was brave of them to bring in Jay Lethal. That doesn't mean I necessarily believe anything that's going on with him, but I know that a lot of people hold a lot against him because of those supposed, yeah. you know, allegations and stuff like that. It's commodity um, versus damaged goods in the eye of the public. Yeah, it really is. And, and the thing is, the, the the you know the trial and error as far as the the judgment, the, the the justice system online is never fair because it's all about who are the favorites. You know what I mean? Who are willing to forgive? Who are not willing to forgive? You know what I mean? So yeah um it's really just you know what i mean that's the only thing so i mean i i wish marty well i wish that would be the case that'd be awesome for him yeah um but yeah i, I think that is a great idea you know what i mean um, and i think you told me you 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 had another update on someone um yeah it was a uh, papa john re-emerging um in a in a sense um johnny okay. gargano the rebel heart uh he had to take the twitter to address his immediate future uh because i guess he recently uh had posted his booking email so a lot of people got the wrong idea uh 
He said, the response to me posting my booking email has been wild. For the next few months, I'm only doing select signings as it allows me to be home as often as possible and still get that fan interaction that I've been missing. When I'm ready to return to the ring, dot, 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 I promise you'll know. But for now, dot, 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 I hope to see some of you guys at these fun appearances I'll be popping up at. And when I get used to sporadically sleeping two hours at night, <laughs> I'll be back 100% and we're going to tear it up, trust me, which I, I assume is him talking about being a parent and getting used yeah, to Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, sure. Being, yeah, being, be, being Papa be, John for reals, you know what I mean? So Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it'll be interesting because I think the obvious choice to see right away, Gargano and Danielson, you know, Gargano and Garcia, you know, they people want to see these shooters, man, and 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 really have these awesome. I think him and Johnny Jungle Boy would be good. Him and Jungle good. Boy, I think, would be really I, good. I agree with that because I feel like Johnny's one of the best modern day storytellers in ring. I like, 100% I agree. And, and, I mean? and, and, and you know what? Like, I, I won't say I can't give him full credit because I'd have to say his training, his tutelage under the NXT wing definitely has has. Help them. Oh, you talking about that backstabber HBK? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) We'll skim over that. What? (laughs) For sure. But I will say Um, this. I'm wondering too, because I know um, this wasn't part of the. uh, We we didn't talk about this before going on, but I know we didn't get a chance to report on the you know reports of Swerve seemingly you know imminently signing with AEW as well, which I don't know how he's gonna be presented you know we talked about they have a very bloated roster and he's a special type of talent you know so it'll be interesting especially with you know he just debuted in new japan he's re you know re-debuted at defy and you know just doing a few different things on his kind of his indie uh trail right now until he i think he starts up with aw so it'll be interesting to see because that's the biggest thing that's been going on is that you know uh, uh, everyone's been thinking there's two more names that are destined for AEW, an eventual Jeff Hardy debut and an eventual Swerve debut, but um, it will be interesting to see what happens with that, man. But I know yeah, Swerve I mean, and Johnny have had history from Evolve, so that's what made me think of Swerve. Yeah. That would just well, be- I mean, I didn't get a chance to tell you about this, but I did report it on Flow. Apparently, I mean, speaking of Swerve, and I'm hoping that you know, look, man, I love the act when they were presented as Hit Row. In WWE because that's the best that I knew that they had for him presentation wise because they weren't going to let him do Swerve you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. but now not that the they don't have yeah it. now that now that he's back in Swerve's house and not Vince's house and he mm-hmm. gets to control what he wants to do mm-hmm. he t- to be honest not to be me he don't need that but they uh, the thing the reason no. I bring that up is because they've been separate interviews in you know in the early stages of the releases about possible reunions you know here and there and the reason I bring that up is because I guess the the the, the threesome of them uh obviously uh, aj francis uh uh b-fab or brianna brandy and um, to hootie miles uh, uh, yeah to hootie miles i guess it's not ashanti anymore mm-hmm. i don't know what they're going by uh individually but they're going by now collectively as the heat makers what is z and i was like is it heat or hit i thought it was hit or oh, maybe it's hit makers i'm sorry hit makers yeah yeah you're right hit makers um but yeah they're gonna be debuting for uh for the culture uh gcw um so they you know but again i hey, look i wish him well but that's the thing i was talking to uh, uh mark about about them was mm-hmm. oh i'm sorry uh not mark i'm a uh, shout out to brian uh and uh, brian andrew you know none of those three have had time on the indies like swerve has so it's like now it's y'all time to go and get that time on the indies and let swerve 
get, you know, the a- adulation and the interest, the high profile interest that he does. He's been deserved now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, seriously, Cause out, like you said, outside of Vince's house, it's, it was necessary to prop swerve up as the leader, but outside of Vince's house, it's not necessary because we all know that he's a natural born star. Yeah, he had to play. He had to play by house rules because that's just what they gave him. Yeah, but now, be honest, he should have usurped a a Velveteen Dream spot. Mm. You know, in NXT, he really should have not in terms of character. But no, 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 I know what you mean. Like in terms of like, yeah, yeah, because placement uh, on the people. People can say what they say about him. He, yeah, he carved a a spot out for himself that wasn't even. uh, Some would even argue wasn't even uh, uh, there. You know, he didn't even exist. He had to do it himself. And to be honest. You know, despite what happened with Velveteen, it did open up a lane for some people to come like, you know, guys like Carmelo. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. So, but yeah, Swerve is definitely one of those guys that I agree. He should have been up there, especially with a lot of the matches he was having with, with Escobar. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was funny because like you see Melo, he's getting kind of featured on, on a high profile level right now, which I, I am digging. And, and, and he's he's showing improving, man. So, but, you know, um, Shane Strickland had to swerve. So. Carmelo didn't miss, you know. What yeah, I'm yeah, saying? yeah. Can't just swerve for him to shoot. I guess you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If, 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 if swerve ain't swerve, he, he couldn't have took a shot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I agree with you. Those three, they're all green. I think Tahuti's the only one that has probably had the most screen time out of the three of them, and he and Hitmakers. And not to take anything away from him, but he's clearly not a wrestling guy you know he came from a military background which i'll never shun but yeah. i just think you know his promos need some he needs more charisma that, that was the one thing but yeah, it's that not was, it's not yeah, on yeah. level you know what i mean yeah that was one of the things that that we did say when we did see them on screen is you know he, he has something there but he has you know it's more than just the details is crucial and i'm, yeah. I'm just a nutcase so i'm about to <laughs> kill somebody like like mm-hmm. like he, he had a, you know he had to try to figure out a way to really illustrate that more being like the loose cannon of the group but yeah. i mean i, I and, and i'm not going to sit up here and shun what we said about him before like yeah we kind of watched him start to get better and we've commented on his in-ring and the mm-hmm. fact that he started getting a little bit better psychology with the in-ring i know i myself had talked about you know what was touting that you know i noticed certain things like and that's the thing because we notice the small details man and we like to appreciate those things some people don't see it for what it is and i get it because like the attention span for wrestling now is like so much different but uh, coming from a time where we had to appreciate a lot of stuff and, and learn to appreciate a lot of stuff later in life. Like, mm. yeah, we don't get a whole lot of, you know, in, in a world where, uh, where there's a lot of the same, it's cool to see certain things that stick out. So, um, but anyways, man, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we're going to come back because again, we got predictions. It is a quote unquote, go home week for uh, KJS. Cause we got AW uh, revolution uh, this Sunday. So we're going to take a real quick break and we're going to come back with some of them hot takes and uh, them uh, predictions, baby. Um, We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, man? Quincy Jones go from the Quincy Jones show. And y'all smell that? That new champ smell? You already know what it is. Brand new merch alert coming straight from the minds of Storyline Tees. You're going to want to pick this one up, man, because not only is it a new era in the merch game, but it's a brand new era in women's wrestling. Quincy Jones Show presents That Bitch Show. Special edition Jade, the storm is coming. Brand new tee. Pick it up while they hot. 
This is why we do this, man. Quincy Jones Go, storyline tease, you already know. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. We are back. It is time for them pristine predictions, baby. If you know, you know. Oh, Shout out. Great for them. Shout out to McFly, man. Um, Straight from the mothership, baby. Oh no, no, no. We ain't we ain't doing none of that. Okay. Don't be trying to give me Co- Cody's about to get his IP back, man. He's trying to get me sued. To... <laughs> oh no, man. He, he's in a, he, he got some leverage, baby. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we got the match card here. Again, there was a few that were kind of, you know, I, I guess we could have I, I assume are gonna be on the the buy-in because they weren't really worth any it wasn't worth it ain't worth the fifty dollars. What? <laughs> yeah, from what I could tell, there was two matches for the buy-in. Um, I mean, I, I would hope those were to be the two because I, I with the ones that are left, I'm like, no, nah, all these have had a build somewhat. So yeah, exactly. Let's get into it though. Um, I'm gonna go in the order that I see here. Uh, Jay Cargill taking on Tay Conti in a singles mm-hmm. for the AW that bitch championship. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> the, the bitch show championship. I mean, yep. Um. I'm thinking I'm going, uh, you know, let me write this down because, you know, it's been a while since uh, I don't even know who has the belt, but this we'll say it's a vacated situation and, and winner takes all. How about oh, the that? predictions belt, you mean? Yes, sir. Or do you know yeah. who has it? If, if you're in if you're in possession, I definitely would gladly like to challenge for it, but I'm not going to say it's mine. I have the belt, but I I, I know I'll check because I know I usually post who who's holding it on uh, Instagram, so I'll I'll, I'll double check. When we just jack so. just jacked me like a like a common hoodlum, did you? No, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna write down the uh, the votes here. I'm gonna go with Jade just because of uh, what she said to her. On <laughs> this bitch better shut up before I kick her in the face again. <laughs> I was like, yo. Nobody cares about that karate shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, that was that was hilarious. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I like Tay Conti. Um, I do, yeah. I have nothing against Tay Conti, yeah. At all. And, like, don't get me wrong, the prospect of her and her man both being mid-card champions sounds cool, even though they're not presented together. But I don't think she's believably the one that can defeat Jade. That's um, how, what I was going to say as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to just, uh, in, in in the name of John Silver, I'm going to vote that bitch, Jade Cargill. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that is how he would say it. Next on the list here, we got Doc's uh, most uh, looked forward to match on the card. It is, uh-huh. of course, his favorite stable of all time. Uh, the AHFO. No, <laughs> no it's no. going to be Andrade. What, what they keep calling it? Like, is it the first trios match? Really? Is this really? No, it's the first tornado. Oh, tornado trio. trio. I was about to say, yeah, yeah this Which, is the first trios match. Yeah. You know, it's sort of true because I don't, you know, we had the, the street fight with the Bucks and Cole versus uh, Instant Jurassic, as we call them. But that was, you know, it was a street fight. So, I don't think this is labeled a no DQ match. It might be a straight up tornado, but um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes because that means anyone can get the pin and there, you know, there's no decorum of tagging and stuff like that. So I don't have high hopes that the referee won't get a little confused. I mean, we talked about, I forgot who it was, but that, you know, counted the rope break in that street fight or that no DQ match, you know, with Mercedes and Thunder Rose. Yeah. I was not, I was like, 
how how is this possible <laughs> yeah exactly but um you know what that'll be interesting because arguably a hfo needs the win more they've been well, yeah like, and let me up. clarify representing for them it's uh yeah andrade el idolo uh yeah. matt hardy and isaiah Casti, which this easily just could have been um party or the hardy party instead of andrade being involved at all especially yeah. because they got this whole triple threat match that's going down uh the same day this comes out uh, on rampage for the tbs championship it's uh andrade versus darby versus no, tnt championship oh, i'm sorry yeah see I'm, yeah. I'm losing track because they're you know it's on T- tbs but um oh by the way uh let me also uh i gotta update mark mark mcfly is dropping down his picks as well he's he's picking mm-hmm. jade for, yeah, for that first that. match mm-hmm. um but yeah in terms of this it's, it's darby versus Sam, or darby sammy and sting versus andrade matt and isaiah um I don't know. Uh, I think I'm gonna go the A A uh, H uh, F O. I think yeah, it's, I like I said, it's it's tough because they've been racking up losses, and, and, and it's a tornado. Um, so like you know, it's, yeah, you know what I mean. Kind of anything could happen. I mean, I'm not saying like there's but no at DQ, the same but... time, the only people that have any familiarity teaming together are Hardy and Isaiah, and, but not oh, traditionally. You know what I mean? As the yeah. Hardy party, but if it's not, if it's Sans Mark Quinn. I just have a feeling this might be a catalyst for Andrade's split from there. Yeah, no, something might happen because even... yeah, because he he Andrade's been getting upset with uh on Isaiah dropping the ball every time. Yeah, but I was so also yeah. Say, um, I watched Danhausen's vlog the other day, and Ali was on there, but Ali was also she does a vlog uh, apparently too, so they were vlogging at the same time, and she was commenting. You know, he was like, "Oh, maybe Danhausen joins the AHFO." And he, she was like, you don't want to join. We lose a lot, like, all the time. Like, private party, they lose a lot. Like, you know, but I couldn't tell if she was being Allie versus the bunny with the butcher and blade and, like, kind of dumping the loss record on them. You know what I mean? Or, it, But it seemed a little shoot to me. So even that, you know, it seems like they've been just really, like, collecting L. So it's hard not to say I think they'd win, but I think from a compatibility standpoint, I'm going to go with Sting and Darby and Sammy because at least Sting and Darby are a real tag team. And, uh, you know, we saw this week, Sammy's willing, you know, he's honored to fight alongside him and Sting, the icon, you know, despite them having that triple threat on the Friday before. So it seems like regardless of, you know, and Darby felt the same way. You know, he said, you know, let's go out there, steal the show. No one gets more psychotic than we do. So they seem to be more on the same page. So I'm going to go with the with the faces on this one. Yeah, you know, it's funny you bring that up because they also, like, for whatever reason, felt like they had to show up for the, the inner circle stuff or the, the yeah. MJF segment with, with Punk, which made me think, I'm like, I wonder if they're going to be featured, you know, in, in the, the dog collar match to try to hold off the rest of uh, – of uh not inner circle i don't know why i said inner circle. I, mean, I should have said pinnacle uh yeah, to hold up the rest of the pinnacle you know what i mean mm-hmm. um because other than that i thought it was kind of a weird uh save they could have just not had anyone come out to run him off yeah uh, i think yeah I think it would have been better heat to just leave him laying like that it's felt like besides the fact that they kind of have backed up punk twice before once in a you know trio smash the other time with bats you know when he wanted to get that rematch after losing 
I guess twice in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I, I got. Yeah, that's true. I guess it was weird. It's more weird, I guess, for the Sammy portion of it. Because yeah, now I think exactly. about it, yeah, there's more of the rapport with Punk, so that's true. Exactly. Like Sammy has literally no dog in the fight in terms of besides just hating MJF. That's it. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Besides hating MJF, which is not a current storyline. You know, but <laughs> no, it's, it's long. Still, it's just like it's forever, bro. This is not storyline. Yeah, to an extent, because you know we we've seen how Woody does the MJF figures and things like that at meet and greets and things like that. But it, it, I think, it almost makes me feel like is it just because Punk talked about you know I saw what you said about Pillman Junior's dad and Darby's uncle, and it's like a oh this guy's got my back. Let's go, Papa Sting. Like. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. So cute, cute. Was, I was waiting. I was waiting for him to mention me. I said that that's that's cute. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, but uh, yeah, what we got next? Um, hold on. I'm just I'm just getting this right. You said you're going with the mixed bag of uh of of the mixed bag of faces, correct? Yes, sir. The baby face uh, bandits. <laughs> the bad- <laughs> there we go. And get psychotic, and it's showtime. Sting's <laughs> crow of uh of characters. <laughs> yeah, cattle was a. Cavalcade of, of crows and characters. Yep. Here we go. Uh, let me see. Next, uh, what we got here? Okay, we got uh, the the three way tag team uh, match for the AW World Tag Team Championships. It will be AW Tag Team Champions uh, Jurassic Express, though they never refer to them as that yeah. on on screen. I have no idea why they're no listed as such. Uh, taking on Red Dragon, obviously Bobby Fitch and Kyle O'Reilly. Also taking on the Young Bucks. Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. Um, this is a hell of a match here. Um, the only thing that would make this better is if it wasn't Jurassic Express, it was FTR because they they were doing a lot of teasing between those three teams. And I thought it was ironic because uh, Dax, um, which, you know, <laughs> again, I know we say we were going to bring it back up, but uh, yeah. Dax's interview uh, with uh, Renee Paquette for oral sessions. One of the questions she asked is one of the, you know, one of uh, the matches that they were looking forward to uh, you know, in 2022 for AEW. And they were talking about, you know, we had this one-time match in NXT against uh, Red Dragon um, that we'd love to run it back with them. And, and of course, yeah. I don't know what you said. They've been running away from us. If you notice, we're never on the show at the same time anymore. But us and the Young Bucks would be nice. And I'm like, yeah, I would love to see that. And, and the fact that they had significant interaction in both matches or both Battle Royals, I thought was pretty, you know, hopefully yeah. telling of something soon. You know what I mean? But... Um, yeah, but in terms of this, in terms of this, uh, go ahead. My bad. Oh, my bad. I was like, especially with the way that it ended this week, although let's be honest, they were, they were highly instructed by Cole last week to play nice with the bucks and that's clearly. Yeah. yeah. So, so what <laughs> happened? Like I saw the, like, maybe there's something I missed, but I did see that they came out immediately to like celebrate with the bucks after the battle Royal. But I was like, they kind of, they like the commentary made reference that they, Help them out during the match or something? Is that yeah, true? So what, yeah, so what happened was it got down to, it was Dax, uh, the Bucks, and Oh, in top flight, yeah. And I went downstairs yeah. just to throw but, away but trash, Dante, and I came up. I was like, oh, someone got eliminated. Yeah, he was on the apron, and then they came out, and then uh, he they, they kind of distracted Dax, and then when he's t- on the apron, he turned around to, like, watch his back, turned around, ate a super kick party. He gets on the floor. They pick him up and hit a, a high-low on the floor. And then oh, they, damn. yeah. And then after the Bucks won or Matt won uh, for for his team, uh, yeah. After that, he because uh, it was honestly I wasn't mad at how he won. They were him and Darius. No, nah, I, I, I was so the whole time I was watching that and and I was watching how much the crowd was very into it. I'm like, oh, they're milking it really good right now. Yeah. And then I the whole time so I was good. like, 
oh, I was like, oh, wait, Matt has to hit him with a low blow, right? I was like, that's the only way to get the heat back. Yeah. I was like, because the crowd really wants uh, this kid to win. I'm like, he has to low blow him. And as soon as I said that, wham, I was like, there it goes. Yeah. I'm like, that was that's how you do it. And I was like, that was, that was a great like, move. Top, top flight, you know, and shout out to Darius for returning healthy, you know, because, I mean, Dante really got a chance to flourish as a solo, but he was bouncing around, you know, like in terms of storylines. But Well, he was bouncing flight, around like people he was tagging with, too. Like, yeah, exactly. Now he's not even with Seidel. After he's just a tag stuff. team whore, you know? Yeah, Leo, Leo's gone now. It, it, yeah. It's been a mess, right? Him but and him and Lethal I, had this weird thing going on too. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like Jurassic Express versus Top Flight isn't an exciting matchup. But I'm also at the point where it seems like they've been lining up guys every rampage for them to defend those titles against. They had that whole like two, almost two and a half, three week build with the Gun Club, which the match was that they turned in was not, in my mind, worth the hype that they put into that program. I get why they were doing that, but no, no, you know, throwing somebody in the snow didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like none of that really made me go, Oh, I can't wait for those Jurassic boys to get their hands on those ass boys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, never- I mean, there, there isn't really ever a segment. There probably was one instance for jungle. Boy. Yeah. When jungle boy kind of broke, broke like the whole, I'm from the jungle Tarzan. I don't speak much thing. And he actually was, like talking trash to Dax, that was like the one highlight. But anytime that you've seen yeah. this team in any type of build, it doesn't make them look tougher or no. a, a bigger threat ever. You know what I mean? It just happens, yeah. and just because it's like, oh, we got to do this just to build the story up, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, because they've lined up so many title defenses that it might be time for a changing of the guard. I mean, I'm gonna just say it. I like Drastic Express. I feel like. Christian's addition, though, is kind of anchoring them down because we're just waiting for the turn to happen. You know what I'm saying? And he's not doing anything. Like, and it's annoying. It's like, dude, he hasn't been on TV like in well, so long. Announced. He got announced as um I'm trying to think. Let me see who it is. He's facing uh who is it? I believe it's oh Ethan Page on Rampage for one of the last spots in the ladder match. So I was glad to hear that, but it's like, damn, when's the last time you should have been Miro? Should have been Miro. Well, I still think Merrill's going to be in it because I hear it's seven people that are going to be in there and only five people have been announced. But we'll get to that match in a second. But um, with the tag match, I feel like the temperature is right for a title change. But if I'm telling the story, I'm having Red Dragon and the Young Bucks get in each other's way. That's what I was thinking, too, because it obviously has to go down to a one-on-one and you don't need a championship to make it that much yeah. deeper i mean at the same time i could also see that yeah they 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 get each in each other's way but like red dragon do, does something to cost their chances at winning the title too yeah. which makes it a little bit more personal but again it doesn't need to be personal because they're just really fighting over adam cole at this point right like at this point yeah i, I agree but i'm gonna go i don't want the champs to retain but i think for a better story and to keep stretching it out um, I'm going to say Jurassic Express. So I was going to go Jurassic Express too, but for the sake of uh, a variety, because Mark weighed in saying Red Dragon, I'm going to go Young Bucks. So we got a little bit of everything. How about that? I mean, I think Red Dragon will be phenomenal. I, I, you know, especially if they, you know, again, not to jump the gun, but if Cole, if there's, if there's two title changes and, you know, those guys are together, I mean, it'll feel really circa NXT, you know, <laughs> Three years ago, yeah, a little bit too but, too quickly too for my taste. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, but yeah, I'm gonna stick with the champs. You said you're gonna do Red Dragon, or no, no, you said Bucks. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna for sure, man. 
I'm trying to think. Um, oh yeah, Orange Cassidy. Uh... Oh, he is that match. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I was on a rampage, I guess. And then uh, oh, Ricky Starks is in it. And then versus question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, before we get to that one, uh, Dr. Britt Baker taking on Thunder Rosa for the AW Women's Championship. Um, I feel like this hasn't gotten the the TV time it's needed because the the story's all convoluted with yeah. the whole Mercedes thing, which they didn't need to do. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like I'm to an extent, but I mean, Mercedes though. Yeah. No, I, that, that's a no. Great I, yeah. Match, no, that but... was a yeah. That was a great match. I, I like the tag match that they had too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a really, it was a really good, uh, you know, one-two punch. To be honest, it, um, it really was. It didn't overwelcome its stay. No. And um, it made sense. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say it was just speak- it's simple because it made sense, and that's why it was mm-hmm. great. And then he also had like you know Britt running away from Thunder in that match a lot, and then. You know, Thunder kind of getting a little preview of what it's going to be going down like. So because of that, um, I'm actually going to pick. I'm going to go with Thunder Rosa on this one, man. Um, not that I, I don't think that uh, Britt has been representing. I think there has been a flaw in the in her booking as of lady, uh, lately um, because I know that they had to kind of push more uh, TV time and importance on the TBS championship because it's the, the newest or I should say the youngest championship in the family right now. So they got to kind of. Yeah you know, uh, make sure that, especially when it comes to the TBS stuff and making sure the TBS execs are all good and dandy with all that and making yeah. sure, they, you know, um, so I don't, I, it's not that I see that it's going to be a change because of anything she's doing or that I'm tired of her reign. Um, I just think at this point, she's also beaten everyone that's, that they've been managed to get ready for her, if that makes sense. Yeah, they was, have other people, gonna... but it's not going to work because either heels or they're not ready. Um, and, yeah. and so on that flip side, maybe Britt is just better or in, in her character development chasing the title. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, until they I are ready. At this point, they're kind of running out of story arcs for a Britt Baker. She's, I mean, she said it herself, you know, even though it was a pointless promo when she was, you know, I forgot what city it was in, but she was ridiculing the quarterback and all that. You know, she was multiple awards. Longest running women's champion. You know what I mean? But I feel like it's one of those things where it's time for a change. Um, and I think there's just more she can do building other people up. But to your, you know, what you just said, everyone they blind up, she's beat. So I'm more like, well, who else could it be? She beat Ruby. And that's who I thought was going to take it off of her. You know what I mean? I, I don't know yeah. what Ruby's doing right now, but. Damn, it, yeah. It, that, and that's a horrible question to be thinking about right now. Because she, yeah, she was, she know, was on I, fire I, when she came in. Exactly. But to me, I feel like it makes sense that it's Thunder Rosa. We've been waiting for them to reconvene this, uh, you know, where, where, where right the wind would where the wind would be on the record for this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, you know, perhaps the post-match adulation and accolades as well, you know, so because, you know, last week with the with the signing, uh, what Britt was saying, it's not like it wasn't true, you know, but I think that's kind of where the you got the built-in you could never beat me or be me type of thing comes from so yeah i'm gonna go thunder rosa as well plus i think she kind of deserves it she is uh, a tenured wrestler a journey woman of her own sense you know and so i think she'd be a good pivot to you know in terms of like leading the locker room um and having a credible face that uh you know can can represent for aw you know what i'm saying plus you know it's just time you know you got nyla you had or rio and and, and Sheeta, and now we got Britt, and I just feel like there needs to be a new champion. 
you know, especially with the way they're rotating the women's roster. The, the right only now. other way I see it going, if it's not that, is Thunder Rosa has a, you know, she can take an L and look great. We've seen it before. Yeah. So, and I would hate for that for that to be her fate again. But if they're gonna bring in uh, Athena after yeah. the match to, to be the one to be able if she's the one that's going to take it off her okay cool you know what i mean but yeah i think the rosa is the most ready 100 percent, definitely and so i, I would say, I would the mo- say the, she has the most popularity to do so right now you know yeah so. definitely so all right man um next up this is where it gets a little bit uh tricky don't it face of the revolution in the ladder match my friend Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know what you want to do. I'd put question marks because it's one of two people or possibly three because you said there may be a, a seventh added. Um, but it's Keith Lee, Powerhouse Hobbs, Wardlow, Orange Cassidy, Ricky Starks, and either Christian Cage or Ethan Page. And you know what? It's kind of weird because if I recall correctly, on Rampage, it was Scorpio Sky that seemed like he was going to get the shot, not Ethan Page. Like, I don't know if you saw that promo where he Well, I thought like, he was supposed to because he he's the guy that didn't face him yet, right? Yeah, well, yeah, it was not just that. Is that, or, the fact yeah. that he won it last year. He felt like he, he, I think he's undefeated for over 300-something days. He felt like he shouldn't have to compete. And then I remember Ethan was like, look, man, everything that we've gotten is through is because Dan fought for us. So I, so he was like convincing him, we're definitely going to get you in that match, and we're definitely going to get that that belt over here. But it didn't seem like it was Ethan leading the charge as much as it was Scorpio airing out his frustration of not being even considered. You know, so I, that, I thought that was interesting. Um, but I don't know, man. I I do definitely think there's a, 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 the way Excalibur has been talking. He has said it's a seven man matchup. And I feel like that talk has calmed down since then to kind of, uh, you know, omit that there's probably going to be some sort of surprise entrant. But, I mean, you said it earlier, like a guy like Miro would be perfect for that, you know, even though I think he should transition to heavyweight title picture, in my opinion. But, um, you know, especially with guys like Wardlow, Hobbs and, and Lee in there. You know, that'd be interesting, but it is a little worrisome to have so much big dudes in a match that's known for its agility and death defying uh, maneuvers, you know, and I don't see Starks doing anything more than like uh, edge style spear off a off a ladder. Yeah, I mean, um, what should be good for him? I mean, that's the thing is because, yeah. you know, his neck is not so healthy either. I mean, I don't want to say it like that. I, I'm not, I don't really know the full extent, but he obviously has history already with the neck to be in a match like this. Yeah. Um, it is interesting, too, because I think Keith Lee's the odds-on favorite, but I kind of want Wardlow, given the developments that happened this week. You know, um, there's they're starting to really plant the seeds for the him diverting from the pinnacle altogether. I mean, him stopping Spears from stealing a spotlight again, and then Spears looked like he was trying to buck up, and then he kind of buckled back. Yeah, there's a lot. I don't know if you noticed. There's a lot of people uh, doing the memes uh, of the uh, <laughs> the face that he made when he was getting face to face with uh, Wardlow. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I dropped I dropped the bar quite a couple on uh, on the the social media. If you guys get a chance, check it out. Okay. And, uh, and of course, joining on the fun, man, because it's, it's that's all it is. It's just funny shit going on. I saw uh, Denise uh, Salcedo that she was the one that first kind of started it. So I was like, oh, I got a couple. Let me let me see what I could come up with. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but uh, you know what? It's funny because Mark Mark agreed. He he want, he's thinking uh, Wardlow would be uh, be the one to. I mean, it makes sense out of all these three. I mean, for me, I would love Powerhouse Hobbs, but I didn't. I w- go ahead. I'm sorry. I, my bad. I, just to because yeah, the reason I brought the whole thing on on is, is well, one thing is I did notice after Spears backed off and Wardlow turned his back. The obvious move would have been that he whacked Wardlow in the back, but instead, what you saw was him look at the chair and then look at Wardlow a couple times, which I thought was telling. And then later on, you saw that segment. I don't know if you caught it, where he's like, "Hey, man, I got good news for you." And MJF comes in. And he yeah, goes, hey, I saw man. it. So, yeah, where he, where he said he can he can keep it. Yeah, and I think that's pretty intriguing. But I have a feeling that that's not the way they'll go. And I think. I don't know. It, 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 I, it, I just like that layer, that, that extra layer where he's got an extra motivation, especially getting smacked in the face and you're not going to win it anyway, you know, and him bucking up to or standing up for himself with, with Max, I thought was a pretty good look. So it kind of adds to the whole, you know, powerbomb symphony from jobbers to actual guys that are on the roster. You know what I'm saying? It's been a good transition, but he's not really still facing big names if you if you look at it so it's almost like he still has some some burn to go before he breaks through that glass ceiling but um and i think the same thing with hobbs hobbs i think would be a great look too because it's not yeah. for the title, right it's for no the no it's, it's a shot for at, at the title yeah i mean well it, it's yeah it's not for yeah because because sammy would be in it but it's like it yeah. basically it's for a shot at the title i think right because that's what it was yeah. last time then that's based on whoever walks out if it's gonna be Andrade, Darby, or Sammy, exactly. So yeah, um, I mean for me, uh um Wardlow, I think like I said, Wardlow, I was gonna say like the echo what you're saying. I love Hobbs. I think that would be out of all the other names on on paper outside of Wardlow, Hobbs makes the most sense in terms of uh character development. In terms, I mean, he's been doing great. He had a I mean, I don't know, I didn't I didn't get a chance to talk to you, but that match he he had with Dante to uh to qualify i was so yeah. happy that he won and it was a great match yeah it really, really and you know so i like i said i always like him because he gets better every time i see him man he so yeah. i'd say I'll probably another i don't want orange anywhere near that no not at all because he, he's mm-hmm. it's already weird that he's even in the match because he's already had his heights already met you know like within the first yeah. couple years of the company but what i was going to say is i'd say Guy, a guy like Hobbs though probably has one more six to six months to a year before he gets to where he needs to be getting to. So that's right. the only reason why I don't think it's going to be him. Keith Lee to me is way too new to get this uh, uh, to opportunity, but that's where I'm gonna contradict myself in a minute. Ricky Starks, he already has a championship in his hands, even though it means nothing to nobody. So I don't see, see him, you know, unless he's gonna ditch it and then ditch Team Taz. That's the only reason I see that. Like if he gets like if he he if he does something where he has to go over Hobbs to get it, I could see him using that as just exit from Team Taz finally. Um see, I think so because Stark seems to have the most audible or vocal loyalty to Team Taz, especially when he's commentating on Rampage. So I almost feel like this match actually might be, like you said, maybe there's some sort of miscommunication between the two, especially that they're both in the match. That's not by accident. But I think there might be a catalyst for something you said not too long ago where you said, doesn't Hobbs look really good with the FTW title on his shoulder? Because he always holds it at ringside. Yeah, I mean, I I really I really think like if it's not him making it mean something, I mean, that's the thing. He had like even though he has like comparable size to like Cage when he was still there, Mm -hmm. he has more charisma than Cage. You know what I mean? So that's Mm -hmm. why he, he, he would be able to make something like that work, even though it's just like a trial run 
for when he really gets the title title. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, just just to clarify, you, you said you were going for Wardlow. Uh, no, I, I was kind of feeling out, uh, you know, and there's always a difference between who I think is going to win and who I'd like to win, you know, always. Um, and you know I me, mean? I'm always for a good story. I feel like it's going to be Keith Lee because of his appeal and wanting to jumpstart his whole run. Cause like we said, even, I mean, this week that the, the whole thing he's been going back and forth with Ricky Starks, that, that's fine that they're familiar with each other, but I don't really care. You know, it just seems yeah, like if, if, you, if, if you don't know that. the Texas indie scene, then you don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, like, I, I think so, I think they're from what probably Russell Circus or whatever it is. Like, I don't, I don't. Well, I know, I know, Ricky's from Louisiana. He's from New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they but they ran the same circuit. Yeah, yeah. That's so, down there. So, I, I don't, yeah, it's tough, man. I I let me see. Let me look at this card again because it's yeah. I just think the guy, if it's not Lee, it's not any of the other guys on on the card. Like, I almost feel like maybe Cage will win. Um. And I mean, Cage versus whoever comes out. Of, hey, Cage uh, versus not, Andrade or Cage versus Matt Hardy? Or not? Oh wait, Matt Hardy's not in. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, Darby or Sammy. I think those are all be good matchups. You know, yeah. because that's the thing about the TNT title. You don't. It doesn't have to always be a face versus a heel. Um, but I just think it's going to be whoever the mystery guy is. So I'm just going to go with. Uh, See, that's the, the guys, that's, what, that's why I was trying to. That's why I was trying to specify because that was my pick from the jump, and I had a reason why, but I didn't want to poison your decision making with my theory about it. Got you. Well, I'll say this: if there's not a mystery person, I mean, because sometimes that's what happens with wrestling; they stop talking about something, it's not so anymore. But if it's not going to be, if there's no longer seven people coming in, I would assume it's Keith Lee. But I will say, part of me feels like if there is another spot, it, what, what, what kind of crazy misdirect would it be that it's cody yeah i mean i don't know that that mm. well i put like this if there isn't my pick is a mystery opponent but i have certain people in mind but for whatever reason like if you know there is no mystery opponent i I will have a default like a de facto pick Mm -hmm. so i'll put hobbs as a de facto pick if the mystery opponent is not to be there um did you want to do the same yeah, do uh, I? I got I got that slash Keith Lee. So you can go ahead and put Keith me in Lee. for the same thing. Yeah. Okay, because my and, and I'll let you know where, where I'm coming from is I had a uh, you know we, we, me and uh, Brian Andrew on Flow Show we booked the way to bring Swerve in and we thought you know if that, mm-hmm. that was going to be a way and I was like well he if I didn't know that he was going to you know they were having a mystery person in the in the match mm-hmm. so if that is something that can happen I'm like well that'd be a way because you know what better way to have someone come in with someone with the momentum of a swerve to have him come in and win the, the face of the revolution. He has the charisma again, the popularity for it. And yeah. uh, him and Sammy would be amazing. I think they've fought That's each other before. Right. It really was. I mean, him versus anybody involved would be great. And I know he has a history with Darby from defy. As well. Yeah, that as well. That as well. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, yeah. See, I, and, and I keep thinking, you know, straight away it's uh, Sammy, but we, yeah, you're right. We don't know. We'll find out, you know, obviously later yeah. tonight after this drops, but yeah, because if not him, I was thinking Miro could finally come back. But I, and I'd love to see Miro win that shit too. You know, so yeah, yeah, I, I totally hear you. I mean, Swerve would be a really good way uh, to bring him in. I almost dare say Johnny as well, but Swerve I think makes would make more sense. He's been making a splash lately, like we talked about earlier. And I mean, even I mean, we talked about him versus Santos. You imagine him ver- him versus Andrade. Those guys. I mean, Andrade is a hell of an athlete. You know, so. 
I think, yeah, I mean, that that's kind of a safe bet. I just don't know if it's him. And just to clarify with the listeners, too, it's not that it's been coined a mystery opponent. What it is is I've noticed leading up to Revolution, Excalibur has made certain comments alluding to seven participants. And I've noticed that there hasn't been seven, you know, uh, what's the qualifying matches, you know? So that's kind of one of those investigative you know, theories I have, you know, so again, I don't know if they're just going to omit the seventh person altogether, because I don't think I heard him say it this week, but I think as, as soon as, or as recent as last week, I heard him allude to seven members, you know, or contenders being in the mat. So it'll be interesting to see how they play it out. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to see if there's a, uh, like what the history is on the match of them. Was it, the, is this the third one or the second one? Of the face of the revolution? Yeah. I think this is the second ladder match because a lot of people like to throw Brian Cage in there. But if you remember, he just his was a casino battle royal. Yeah, that I remember because he had the chip, not not the not the Sonic ring. Yeah, and I believe he he turned yeah. that go against Mox at the time. Yeah, that, that's so. what it was. Yeah. So yeah, because I was gonna say was it seven people last time? He was a surprise, I remember. I just can't. For the life, what well, 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 no, well, I'm, I'm sorry, not the one with Cage, but the one that oh. Scorpio won. Was that did that one have seven people? Because that's um, that... you know, off the top of my head, but I'm a, I'm gonna look it up while we uh, continue on because I'm actually very uh, curious about that as well. Yeah, because I mean, if they, if that's something that they've a precedent that they sent already, possibly, then you know we could be expecting a mystery. But yeah, uh, moving on though, we also have. Uh, this is pretty much probably the last four uh, main events of the night. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Um, yeah. Okay. It's, it's weird okay. because I feel like, I feel like Jericho on one end, I feel like Jericho needs a win because he hasn't done shit. Like really, he's just been on TV and doing matches here and there, but not really doing anything. Yeah. Um, but then again, him versus Eddie, him beating Eddie is not a high profile win for him. No, it's um, not. not a shade, but also Jericho, I feel like he's going to do the job for Eddie because he actually like some of the stuff he said in his promo, he said before, but obviously out of character, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he actually mm-hmm. has a general interest. And in when he first heard about Eddie Kingston, because I mean, he, he's interviewed him before on his, on his show, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, so that's why it's like when you said that he has like a real like dislike for him. And that's why I was like, oh, really? I'm like, I had no idea. Like, because uh, he, he definitely did the show and was like. Totally. I mean, oh, he, he has he been on the Jericho podcast? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I remember he had tweeted out, you know, that he really does not like Jericho like recently, but that he could be working and may or maybe something afterwards. Maybe he thinks Jericho's fake or something. I don't know. You know, I know we've we had, we've heard our own things about Jericho, and I'll just leave that alone at that. But you know, you never really know how people are, you know, when they're not in public, that, that, that's the thing, you know, we're not in that locker room, but, uh, I agree. With yeah. You yeah. He, yeah. He has been on uh talk to Jericho. I just looked it up right now. Okay. And then also just to clarify, it was only six members in the last ladder match with Ethan page being the surprise entrant. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Cody was in there. Scorpio was in there. Penta, uh, Lance Archer and Max Castor. So, so that is interesting because it does make sense that Ethan would get a chance of trying to be in this match too. Yeah, but yeah, you can't discount the fact that you said uh, Scorpio did win the first one. So anyways, 
you know, it's yeah. weird how they just, uh, you know, they said revisionist uh, history, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, no, you know, so Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston, that's, and that's where I, I, I was going to say, I feel like Jericho would, this is someone he would do the job for because it's not like, you know, he's being asked to put over fucking Fandango at WrestleMania. So, um, oh, yeah, that's a big I, difference. I, I'm going to go Eddie, Eddie Kingston on this one. And then uh, McFly did as well. I can't help but think maybe Proud and Powerful, though, will have something to do with it because they did have that kind of awkward post battle royal interaction. Yeah, yeah uh, fist bump. It, yeah. It was initiated. Well, I don't know. I can't tell if it was by Jericho. So, it's like funny because Jericho, look, he lo- legit looked like sh- he looked shook for real. Like yeah. he didn't know where you stood with those guys. Yeah. And then kind of postured, it'll be good. I always got you guys' back. So I, I don't know. I think just saying that makes me. It's planting the seed of something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll come down. They'll be part of the tug of war that is Eddie and, and Jericho. And I feel like they might side with Kingston because I, I don't really see. There's no reason, you know, I was talking to Mark and I don't want to make this a whole long thing. But to me, I feel like at this point, um, Hager needs to stop wrestling. He needs to just be a, a heel. Use the MMA stuff to make him dangerous because, you know, you you end up, you know, he's behind the ref's back. You give him a gut shot, throw him back in the ring. You're helping Jericho as a heel win, you know, and he could just be Jericho's heavy sans inner circle, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's just a better role for him. Kind of like early China DX where she's not wrestling. She's just someone you don't she, want she, to She's wrestle. the, uh, what they call it? The uh, equalizer. Yeah, or, or the insurance policy. There you, you go. Know? I mean, because what, what Tyson would have been for DX. Yeah, yeah. If, you know, there wasn't. The well, well, it's, it's funny you said that because I was going to say, even if like, because you're talking about uh, Hager, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, like, because obviously his, I don't know what his obligations are with um, Bellator or any of the fight camps he got coming up or anything like that. So if he's not going to be able to do that, like, full time, someone I, that had I had in the back of my head that could do that job, I don't know how they'd get him away from this current situation, but, you know, no one really cares enough about his on-screen situation to care, mm-hmm. is uh, Anthony Bowen, or not Bowens, uh, Anthony Agogo, I think, would be another good one for Jericho. Yeah, I just... I worry about that because you know there's all the splashback for him not not being put over, which you know people still don't understand that wasn't Cody's call. And I feel like the whole multiple eye surgery thing is kind of a liability in terms of availability. You know, well, because- I, I I guess I'm also thinking when you say like you know more just uh, exclusive to ringside, uh, you know, um, yeah, bodyguard bodyguarding and 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 you know interference. Yeah. I, you know, if, if he's not like taking bumps consistently following these surgeries or whatever the situation is with him again, not going to act like we know, but we only know from what we hear. Uh, I think he, he wouldn't be too, too bad, but yeah, I hear what you're saying though. Cause they, you know, I think it's, that, it's, that, I'm, I'm worried that we're going to get like a Vader Stan Hansen situation. Oof. You know what I mean? And I don't mean to say that or verb. No, no, you're not trying to wish it on anybody or yeah. You're not trying to make light of it either. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, in terms of safety, at least Hager's worked before. And I think what it is, and again, not to go too off course in this, um, my pick is, is Kingston as well. Um, but it, it's just like, I, I feel like, it seems like Hager got out of wrestling, started MMA, and got deprogrammed from wrestling. And so it, that's how I feel like his in-ring is, is he can hit play a, little, a few of his hits, but he usually plays them very early. 
where it doesn't feel yeah like where yeah we're like okay so what are you gonna do now since you did them already <laughs> yeah it's like the whole like yeah. overhead power slam because do the Hager bomb and it's like okay i they, don't know what else they, to sink my teeth into now yeah because they tried to experiment with him with moxley in the, the what the empty arena match and it, it didn't hit for me me personally it didn't hit for me um but again that was just me uh i i, I just it just was a little bit boring i don't know if even if the crowd was there and it wasn't an open you know uh, empty arena match that it would have been different but seeing jake fight for the world title in that position just didn't do it for me mm-hmm. um and it wasn't like oh i liked moxley way too much like it wasn't like i was totally biased it was just i was trying to be you know, open to the idea and seeing how it actually came off presentation wise. And it just kind of didn't do it for me. So because yeah, that the that's the- time, me and Mark were talking the last time he looked good was when he had the program with Cody, which you kind of forget, but that was a good program. You know, no, they did. Have, yeah, they did. I, I was getting obnoxious. And dude, stuff I was like hoping that. that they were going to do a, a rematch and they never did. Like, yeah. cause it made sense. Cause there was like some screwy business at the end. You know yeah, what I mean? So, was, yeah. um, but yeah, uh, so it's going to be a, a, a hat trick of Kingston's for that one. Um, speaking of Moxley, we got Moxley taking on the American dragon and the, uh, all American head kicker or the all elite head kicker, uh, (laughs) Brian Danielson, um, straight in the way. I mean, I'm going Moxley just because he needs the, the win. Um, Brian Danielson is, it's not, that's, that's where it gets a little bit clouded though, because Danielson has been protected and has only taken one L. Yeah. since being in aw one draw and has won everything else right so and it's amazing to think that the draws kenny and that the or no it's two draws one yes yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah you're right the other one's uh, uh hangman because it was a time limit draw yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it, you would think that the list of l's he's willing to take has to be from the top brass but yeah I, I feel that Ryan takes this seriously so I don't. Th- I think what it is that makes this whole storyline interesting is the violence factor. Uh, I'm not used to Brian Danielson spouting off about being violent. I'm used yeah. to him talking about being a humanitarian, about the environment, about you yeah, know, just doing like that. Whether to save the earth and yeah, being a little bit you, yeah, you know, yeah. Especially yeah. being such a baby face with the whole, you know, Yeslemania stuff and all that. I get that's from yesterday. Yeah, this, 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 no. this is a different style of uh, of heel character yeah. for him that I do enjoy, though. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, and, but it, it has been good. No, I was going to say, but I was going to say, like you said, it's been a little bit surprising in a good way to see him able to turn it up in this way. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and I think the fact that, you know, he was ominous, I'm showing up behind your back when you on your return match moxley i'm sewing up with the mic i got this proposal let's take these young lions and make them more ferocious they're not with the right handlers they need to be free in their natural habitat we can teach them how to you know i like that whole layer that's on it i think what's missing besides you know he says i'm not gonna you know team with someone that does i don't bleed with i almost thought they were gonna try to jump into the battle royal you know the tag team battle royal. At first, oh, that like, would that would have been a, a different know? a different way to go with it. Uh, I, it was funny because when you're talking about, it, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. I thought first blood match too. I'm like, oh no, that's a different that's a different way of going about it as well. And, um, see, and 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 that's but but take that away, and now it's like, no, we're gonna fight. 
which is is a great matchup. We wanted to see this in the tournament before Mox, you know, uh, yeah. have to get get his his health his, his absolutely yeah yeah exactly you know, and everything which is priority. Um, so this is one we've been waiting on, but I think what we're not hearing is regardless or what happens if you know we, you know because Mox did cut a great promo yeah last, you know last yeah night, saying, uh, yeah but there was bullets and fire to finally slay the dragon and you're not you know there's this path where you think you're going to kick my face off but and, and you know even the stuff after the match which i gotta you know just a side note good touch tony khan kicking it off after the announcement with cd i haven't i didn't know cd was going to come back in a wrestling you know position i know he's you know senior uh, or the the talent relationship. Yeah, he's been dealing now. with his eye his eye injury for a while and he says yeah. it's like it's weird because it's like he's had this injury before but it's just not going back to normal like it's just taking yeah. forever for exactly. his eye, for his eye to go the back stunt show at um is a universal studios at Waterworld too a lot i don't know if a lot of people know that is so. he is it but is he still doing that at, at yeah this age? Like he, it sounds like that he is that he's still even doing that and that that's not helping it either because you know you gotta be pretty physical with that but that aside i thought that was a great matchup little callback love the you know the, the finish was great very oh, the, yeah the being me into the the arm triangle yeah yeah cd played the hits that you don't you know the raving guillotine the rebound you know no, he, he made you thunder. he made you he made you miss him for sure he made you exactly. miss him for sure you yeah. know what i mean yeah and, and even the fallen angel aspect you know, you know there's, there's no scu part great even after we say hey we shake hands but i'm not in roh and stomps his face out which is like a total like i thought it was all well done and let's be honest, Mox and Brian are going to put on a fucking show, not just because they're both TV disciplined and ready, you know, from the other company, but just their character work, the way they, their, their, their work ethic, in-ring ethic, you know, and, and of course their, their, their story, um, storytelling skills. So, but I'm wondering regardless we're not getting the well if you win i'll I, well, that's what i was going to get to is like we yeah. it's like it's, it's i feel like the the well this we did get a good promo segment after that match it, i feel like the the water's a little bit more muddied on as far as where we stand on the other side of this thing as from before where it was coming from a potential let's team up and train the up-and-comers now it seems like it's less about that and just more about them fighting but then i'm like Okay, and then when you guys fight, despite who wins, because both you guys are saying you're going to win, which is obviously the, the nature of, of the, the sport, yeah. but you guys aren't saying, you know, despite all this going on, what's going to happen after this? And I guess, you know, that's where we get, we got to tune in to, you know, the dynamite oh, yeah. after, you know, for the way for that shoe to, to, to fall. Uh, but yeah, at the same time, it's just weird that it, it, it felt like the while the promo was great, it just didn't, it, it, it made things a little bit more unclear heading into the pay-per-view yeah i mean it, maybe it just me but that was just me yeah no no i get you it, it's it, there weren't clear implications versus the the hopeful wishing that this can well even 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 at, i was thinking i'm like i don't know where they're going after with this this is where well, i'm also coming yeah. from too like it was yeah, just like my concern is if they do join up say moxley takes the l is it gonna come with brian does that does that determine does that make brian the alpha and him being subservient yeah, to him exactly. like second in command yeah that's, exactly yeah. that's what i'm trying because mox is not a guy that's ever been in a situation yeah. where there was a leader even when he was in the shield he what there wasn't really a leader obviously roman was the guy they were going to put the rocket on but mox was definitely i mean they all brought something to the table yeah nobody that's was the, subservient to the other 
Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't see him running to do this unless there's a good payoff, but it's tough. You know, I I would like to say Mox will win because of the storytelling, you know, unless they're planning to push this to a multi-match program. But I think what maybe what it is, is they're just going to go to war. And regardless of the last man standing, you know, this is just a necessary step to get to the next thing, you know, the, what we really want to see. see. It, uh, I can yeah. see it ending in the fact that none of they beat this, themselves so much that none of them can answer the 10 count to stand up. Mm-hmm. And then and then it leads to a last man standing. Right. I mean, that would be pretty cool, but I don't know if that needs too to predictable right huh? after, you know, yeah. and, and, and I'll be honest, if that ends in a draw. That would kind of feel like a fuck you because again, it's a match we wanted to see in the tournament. But they've done it three okay. times already, or two times before with Hangman and him, and then uh, no, and that's him. So I don't need another Brian Danielson draw. I yeah, we've had more that. draws than DQ finishes, which is insane, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm gonna go Moxley because I think storytelling wise, he needs the win. But yeah. I don't see Moxley having the attitude of. I'm the alpha if I win and continue this versus no, I can see him did. having more of a mutual respect factor. Yeah. And then I would like see what with him in Kingston, you know, after they beefed and then they eventually became frenemies, you know, through the, yeah. the Omega feud. Cause, so. cause I see Daniel uh, Danielson more being like, you know, getting, you know, taking uh, umbrage with, with his approach of things like, dude, I told you to listen to me. I know what I'm talking about, which is why don't you think I, I, I'm the one re- it's the reason why I beat you at revolution. Cause I yeah. know, you know what I mean? Where it starts to get a little, like a little bit more yeah. neat, like, like this, this low key needling that, you know, we've been seeing from MJF a little bit with the Wardlow, you know what I mean? But exactly. that's why I'm like, do I want to see another version of that? Or do I want to see, yeah, Moxley kind of take the reins. So that's why I picked Moxley as well. But uh, moving on to the last two matches, man. CM Punk taking on MJF, dog collar match. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I mean, at this point, I think it's kind of self explanatory like, like, MJF is, is doing some great work right now. Yeah, definitely. But I, I still, because I'm a rest, I'm a classic traditional wrestling fan, I want to see the bad guy whoop his ass. Especially after last night, it was a great segment fucking bleeding like a stuffed pig it was insane Wait, you said you want to see the bad guy with his ass or you want to see the, oh, good, so the, the, the good guy well depending well it depends because remember he was playing on that good guy bad guy mirror thing got the promo yeah. so see mm-hmm. i saved it <laughs> 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 uh but yeah uh, i'm going punk on this one mcfly picked punk as well i mean yeah, that's th- gonna be a resounding punk um I mean, look, he got beat twice in his hometown. This isn't WWE. We're going to, you know, you got to give the win back. I think those two wins, no matter how you slice it, even though it was a restart, you know, situation, it still notches on his belt. You know, the whole thing, even leading up to it, the let's jump punk. I'm going to go ahead and sit down with my cross. Indian style up on his chest. That's stuff that's going to, that's memorable forever, you know? And so I think, Especially with the Thing, whole, things he's been afforded at an early age. So exactly. Yeah. And, and I think with the constant nudge or nod, I should say to Piper and Portland, I think it makes sense. And kind of like what you said, traditional wrestling uh, <laughs> theory and logic would say this guy's bleeding like a stuffed pig. He's the one that's going to get to come up and especially on a go home week. You know what I'm saying? Especially after getting jumped by, you know, everybody, <sighs> five or, guys, or, like, yeah, exactly. You know? So, um, but yeah, I, I, I gotta go punk too, but I think, you know, I don't know what happens afterwards, but I mean, these guys have really commandeered almost 
nearly a quarter of the year with this, you know, very intriguing. I mean, I was thinking that as well. And, and, and the way that they've decided to go with it has been very different. Cause you know, again, you, you thought we were going to kind of go into two out of three false territory based on what happened last yeah, time. Yeah, that's and, how I would book it. But, um, yeah. but again, you know, we see MJF again in another historical first match in AEW as well as also, you know, kind of building his resume, getting a huge rep in, with a lot yeah. of these old school matches with, you know, the other one being uh war games, you know, quote unquote, blood and guts. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it, I, I have no, I, I dare say that this is probably going to steal the show. Um, though, obviously the championship match should be just as great, um, which is, we're going to get into right now, but yeah, I mean, I was this, also going to say too, yeah, I have go a ahead. feeling that, um, yeah, I have a, I have I a theory as well. Yeah, I can't shake the feeling that Spears might get involved in the latter match. Yeah, I was. Yep, I was gonna and, say and I could. Is, yep. Yeah, and 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 I then Wardlow is like, mm, okay, two could yeah, play. Yeah, especially after the yeah. smack. Like, I could definitely see Wardlow secretly signing over the weekend. Yeah, and and, and breaking. I'm gonna go meet up with Tony he, Khan. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, or, I don't see why he, not. He, he could break the news Wednesday night. You know where he could remove the Trump card or the consequence that's being threatened on him. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we talked about could Sting and a Darby show up, you know, to try to back down the heels. I think that could happen, but as a red herring, like where you see everyone, but Wardlow and sort of like last time Wardlow marches down solo and you're wondering, I don't know. He's been picking up wins lately. He's been getting the crowd into it. What side is he going to pick? You know, Punk even said, hey, you should separate yourself from these guys and blah, blah, you know. Well, it's not the hill you want to die on, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. you know, and, and, and then, you know, all to protect his job and slide the ring and, and in one of the most slickest, you know, spots yeah. I've seen in a, in a while. No, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was done pretty, really well. I mean, it, and it also makes sense if uh, Sean is going to get involved because he's going to feel like he made him look bad mm-hmm. this week. So he had mm-hmm. to spank him, quote unquote. Yeah, he's got but also, but also it goes it goes hand in hand with what MGF was trying to say. It's like it's not like you're going to win anyways. Yeah. So because he had like to slap him, something, right? yeah. So because he had to slap him and get and because he he was getting lippy, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna have to humble him. You know what, Sean? I'm gonna need you to go and uh, make sure that doesn't happen because yeah. he needs to learn that you know his success is contingent on when I say so. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, it, and that's if they want to pull the strings that deep. And of course that's why we're here. Cause that's why we like to, we like to make it make sense. And we yes. like the, the, the drama behind it, but uh, you know what? Let's go main event, man. Hangman plus, page. Plus you got Wardlow costing him possibly the biggest match of his match career, of his career. Yeah, while also being good. the same guy that helped him win the biggest match of his yeah. career. Yeah, exactly. there, there's a poetic Which, justice there. And then, yeah, yeah, and on top of that, gets fired, power bombs him through a table. And then Wednesday, they announce he's he's on the team. So, yeah, everyone well, goes I'm home. I'm also happy. thinking, let's not forget weeks before where it's Max's fault that Wardlow <laughs> lost the biggest match of his career against Punk. Yeah, because so kind of got that yeah. still tie back. Well, which, which seemed by design from the jump. So, you yeah. know what I mean? But uh, yeah, main event time. We got Hangman Page taking on Adam Cole, which is for the AEW Championship. Um, to me, it's too early for the Cole thing, but you know, you did raise a uh, an interesting possibility with Red Dragon being in a tag match uh, earlier in the night as well. I mean, mm-hmm. they they could flip a switch as early. I mean, that's the thing. They don't. I'm I'm just so used to and too conditioned to the way that things are done elsewhere. So you know. 
you know, I, I wear my fan hat, but then also have to like, you know, curtail some of my expectations on certain things. So they very well could feel like that could be, you know, time to flip that switch. But for me personally, um, I think it's just a little early for Cole because like I've been preaching and crowing about it. Hey, I ain't got no qualms about Cole, but your top 10 beating a bunch of beating nine other nobodies. You know what I mean? Not not nobodies, but yeah. people who aren't realistically going to get a shot at the title. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's, well, know, I'm not I'm not discounting Jake Atlas, but in terms of his stock now, that's yeah, not no, no, what's, what I'm, you know what I mean. So, yeah, because he is undefeated. But you're right. I mean, his biggest match to date was lights out and it doesn't count, you know, in terms of. Of, of stakes you know what i mean and we he lost he, yeah and don't get me wrong he had a good match with trent but trent's not gonna sniff a world title match like and i'm not saying it's, it, he, he doesn't deserve it it's just other, it's yeah it, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly down as the best friend slash the perception is, is just it's you can't wash that off overnight the, the, he, yeah, they, have, they would have to do a lot of overhaul work to really get that over and maybe i'm wrong because maybe that's too old school to think but i mean that's like yeah. saying Orange Cassidy will be a world t- uh, ch- uh, t- uh, champion, and who knows that might even be an actual fucking reality one day. But yeah, uh, yeah. with with that being said, I'm gonna go with my favorite cowboy man, my favorite millennial cowboy. That is uh, Mr. Cowboy shit himself, Hangman Page. I think this is something that he needs is the quite the feather in his cap that would really get him going. Um, on the flow show, we discussed him possibly starting to do like a, a every two week open challenge type of series because he really needs to do something else to strengthen his reign right now. I mean, I've, I've made comments about how, you know, it seemed that the, the booking of the TNT championship and that division as a whole has been a little bit more stronger than the world title picture. And you can't just depend on, on the name, the two names in that picture every time to sell the tickets. Um, you yeah. know, him, him and Archer did a good piece of business, but again, did nothing for Archer. He's not even on TV anymore. We don't even see him. Um, well, yeah. Adam Cole is not a guy he's that would suffer from that. that. Uh... You sent me that Fuego match. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he was pissed. Like, like, yeah. This, oh, 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 I'm back on dark on fucking YouTube. Like, okay, cool, bet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but Adam Cole, I don't think it's someone that's gonna have. You know, at least on paper, he's not someone that would suffer from the same fate. Uh, seeing yeah, as, as he, he already has something going on with the Red Dragon, uh, Bucks thing internally, so you know that can still. You and know what I mean? I, I will say it's tough for me to decide because. I wrote, I, you know, I, I have page down in pencil, you know, like, like it's penciled in because I too think it may be too early because I just based on the story, you know, at the pep rally, I'm going to be the first champion. And then he got to the finals with Jericho and he came up short and then he became a tag champion first. And then he was struggling with that. And then they lost and then Kenny breaks away and, you know, just all this long-term storytelling, it just doesn't feel like, a couple months really justifies his journey, you know, but at the same time, I don't know who's next, you know, unless we're going to get a second matchup with him and Cole, because at the same time, if Cole won, it kind of ups the dynamic of what's going on with all the infighting with red dragon and, and the bucks and say, like we, you know, if, if, you know, they do stop each other from winning, and, and they're they're pestering each other. And he now, instead of going, you guys need to get along, he's the champion and he's got more stroke, which kind of, I think, bolsters his persona since showing up there. Because it's kind of, I'm going to be honest, it just kind of feels like Adam NXT Adam Cole light. You know what I'm saying? A little yeah, bit. No, you're, because- yeah, no, you're right. And I think it's because there's more, it's more fish in the sea that he has to swim around or, or yeah. they have to circulate in terms of, it seems of like weekly TV, too. Some real, you know, because why haven't we seen like Jay Lethal versus Adam Cole? Like Jay Lethal would take that L. 
know what I'm saying? But that's at least a more, I mean, they have history in ROH. There's a more serious, you know, it's a more serious competitor. And I just don't know after Cole, who is undefeated and can use that, you know, he could take the L and he's proven that before in the past. I'm more worried about if it's not a guy like Miro or Wardlow or, you know, I, oh, actually, you know what? MJF and Punk keep saying whoever walks away from that. They've been saying that for a while. They want, I was, I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm like, cause I don't want to see, I mean, I guess Hangman versus Jericho would be okay. Um, I mean, it it would, when you think about it, then they fight uh, at, uh, yeah, that was the first person you had a title match against with uh, Hangman, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. yeah, that was the inaugural. Was the, so they could uh, revisit that, I guess, but... Yeah, but I feel like the next... It would have to be Punk or MJF. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, even even if it was, like, not Jericho, if it was, like, Hager wanted to step in and try to, you know, I, I wouldn't yeah. be mad at that either. Well, I, I well, my thing... I don't even think there needs hmm. to be any of the... Like, I, I don't know. To me, I feel like that doesn't do anything, in my opinion, for Paige. Like, it just doesn't. Like, and I will say this, like you said, him and Archer did a good piece of business, but what him and Cole have been doing has been really good. And it's made me pay more attention to him as a champion, especially the sixth man that just happened was a, was a good look post-match, all that stuff. But I just, I just keep, I'm always thinking about who's next. And I'll be honest, as a fan, I don't want to see Hager and him. I don't want to see Jericho and him. That feels like old news. Although you I mean, I, 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 the redemption story. I, I agree um, with Hager. I wouldn't mind him and Jericho just because I think Jericho, even though we don't think so, he'd still be a good feather in his cap. Um, yeah. So just, that that's the only reason why that. I mean, maybe someone like Christian even, but that's still even like you know that's that's a stretch because he has done nothing for himself to to buy himself that kind of stock for thing well, to even capitalize off of right now either you know what i mean true. but all I, he does I, is hug like, fucking his buddies that's all he does all the time well i feel like i look at it this way double or nothing is coming up and that's arguably one of the biggest shows that's not named revolution you know what i mean so yeah usually especially in vegas they gotta go with a big matchup um in my opinion so that's why i feel like MJF might be the best pivot if it's not just going to be a rematch with Cole. But Cole, I mean, because then you got the built-in double or nothing, like it's a rematch, you know what I'm saying? And maybe then he can walk away with the belt at double or nothing, who knows? But it's tough. I mean, even though I say MJF, that would require MJF winning the dot collar match, and I don't think that's the right call, you know? So Yeah, I, I it, it's weird because... I'm trying to think of, yeah, would MJF or Hangman be a good match to advertise for Double or Nothing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I and can't I help. MJF was the guy that got the belt from Paige. Um, I mean, in turn, in ter- I mean, because I think that's where it, it's kind of hard for me to try to figure out because I feel like Double or Nothing was really the incarnation of Hangman Page, the solo guy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Him, him with the bad knee facing uh fucking... Pac and, and Rev Pro and, and then going from fucking flying back home and then doing the battle royal and still winning with the bum knee. Yeah, he yeah. lost, but he made it all the way to the, you know, the championship from Final. him. Yeah, from, from from him talking his shit at the press conference and all that stuff. So I feel like there's a, a special connection with, with Hangman Page and when it comes yeah, to double or nothing, right? But yeah, I can't help it if we, if we did go that way, the winner of that dog collar match, him versus Punk. I mean, we've talked about it before, but that would mean Punk would have to kind of get some heat is him kind of calling a uh, page out on his, on his uh, drinking. Cause this is the guy who doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, and, and that's another thing is because, yeah, I mean, page is the, is the baby face that, 
you know, I'm sure I hate, I mean, I'm a Cody Rhodes guy, but that Cody wishes he can be. He's got an organic and natural response from the crowd. They love his music. As soon as it hits, they're, they're about it. You know what I'm saying? He's got a great finish, good look, athleticism, charisma, all the above, you know? So you're right. I mean, Punk would have to really lean into the heel side, but maybe, maybe that's, you're right. Maybe the, the, the dog collar match could be the catalyst for that because, you know, you're he's going to have to go to a place. Was, yeah, exactly. The way he was bleeding, you know, he's, you know, it, it, it kind of, especially when MJF is telling you that he's, he's going to be the devil at that spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or oh, in that another, match. Another like thing I forgot to bring up was a lot of people, I don't know if they remember, but that he, that's a paraphrase of punk's, world type ROH oh i know it promo. oh i know it. as soon as i heard him say that i was like this is genius because yeah, definitely not definitely. a lot of people know that that whole the best trick the devil ever played uh only a lot of only very few people know know that quote you know what i mean yeah and and it's, um, yeah but yeah and i thought it was played well it's from a, like a longer story of well why'd you do that because i'm a snake you stupid old man like you know i was yeah. like fuck man this guy so i i I'm That's pretty sure punk had a lot to do with lending him that but you're right. So I guess really it could go either way. And let's well, there, be honest, the Hill CM Punk versus Hangman Page is a bigger marquee match than MJF. Well, it does it does more for, for Hangman that way, 100%. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but, it does kind of give him a reason to lose because it's Punk, you know, if he if it is time to drop it at double or nothing. I mean, the, the, the only other way, the other way that they can go, which I don't see him, is, you know, Adam Cole wins. Because, you know, everybody's waiting on this whole Kenny to come back. And I think that's the whole, the the the, the big plot of it is placated on the fact that he's going to have to catch the Bucks, you know, cozying up to a, a champion version of Cole the way that they did with him before he had to leave. You know what I mean? Type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like they caught him out with a new girlfriend type thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, so, but at the same time, if Cole Word was the win, you know, you got to think, well, we're not going to do heel versus heel. So if Punk wins the dog collar match, like we assume, there's already history there because Punk has been alluding to Cole without saying his name for months, saying that there's a lot of guys in this company who say that I'm the reason they even started wrestling, which is that's Adam Cole, who's openly have said that before. You know yeah. what I mean? So they have something that they can play on, too. But again, I think it's still a little bit early. Um, but then, but some people but some people would say, no, he needs a title because we need him to feel like he's the Adam Cole that came in here with the fucking standing ovation because he hasn't felt like that since he's been so. It, like I, I said, think, it goes both ways. It goes, you know. Yeah, but Cole's one of those special guys that you already know he's championship material, so you could wait, you know. And I think there are other stars to make in guys. I mean, like obviously Hangman, first time world champion. A guy like MJF, so, you know, any of those guys that kind of need that, you know, not not the oh I remember him from WWE breakthrough, the AEW homegrown breakthrough. You know what I'm saying? Which I think is what Very they're true, kind yeah. of doing right now. And then let's not forget, like, I mean, I'm sure Brian Danielson kind of wants to run it back. You know, I feel like he was still a good one. I know we talked about Miro earlier. He would be a great, I don't know if he'd be a great foil for Paige, but he'd be a, a to me, a hellacious test. You know, yeah, I mean, but, but, the, I also but he, he has the same issue as like Harcher. It's like, okay, then what's after that? You know exactly. I mean? So that's the only well, thing. It would it would be a really good test for him, but yeah, that's yeah. one thing I worry about him on the other side. I, I, I'm gonna go Page, but one thing too that I didn't even think about to now is the Jay White factor. You know, oh, there's yeah. been a lot of weird things going on. You know, God gets jumped out. Yeah, that's true. Bullet Club. Um, who knows if Jay White shows up? I, maybe he screws Cole. Maybe he helps Cole win. You know, I. I 
I just thought about that, you know, just to continue the BC stuff or the whatever it is. Yeah, that, 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 that is true, because we don't know if that's uh, if that there's any supposed to be any continuity between the companies on that, because yeah. they didn't know, even Jay White this week. And last week, it's yeah, if you need or you know, two weeks ago, if you need his help, he'll be there. And he showed up at the end of the match. And then the, the following rampage, he had his match against Trent, which was excellent, you know, but. I haven't seen or heard anything after that. You know, I think he, well, I don't remember the name. Was it No Surrender, maybe, was the uh, Impact pay-per-view where he showed up? And Yeah, I think so. LD, so uh, that will be interesting to see. But I'll, I'll, I'm going to stick to my guns, all pun intended. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Hangman Page as well as uh, you. What did, what did Mark say? He said Hangman Page as well. A resounding page. Yeah, a resounding like page. A, a three-man tie. We have, out of the nine matches, we have three resounding votes <laughs> we'll see what so, well, yeah we'll have to see i mean I'm, I'm sure we'll probably be live tweeting that that day so uh, yeah. it'll be definitely interesting man but that's been the show uh i want to thank you guys for doing what you always do and that support what we're doing right here right now and that is always trying to give you guys the best quality show to listen to man we try to keep it subjective we try to keep it unbiased and we try to keep it fun light and uh, bring the, the discussion to you guys you know what i mean there's a lot of voices out there we like to bring some of that to the table and talk about it, man, dissect it and all that. So uh, if there's something you heard in this episode that you were uh, digging and want us to kind of peel back more layers on, feel free for sure to let us know and give us some feedback. Yes, um, but of course, you got to do so by following us on social media. That is at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter and at Quincy Jones Show on Facebook as well. You can also check us out again every Friday. Uh, that's anywhere you get your podcast, man. That's going to be iHeart Music. That's going to be Spotify. That's, of course, going to be um, CastBox as well as SoundCloud. And, of course, the great people at True100Radio.com, man. I uh, just did a brand new photo, show, uh, photo shoot with them, rather, a couple uh, weeks ago for the for the website, I believe. So be on the lookout for that, man. And uh, definitely uh, check out the website as well. And check out your boy, Quincy Jones go finally about to finish up this uh this uh music video man we're about to wrap up the last scene this weekend um uh, for no mercy so go you know by all means check it out man it's uh already sure. on the Spotify right now uh I mean just banging it out I mean and I got a lot of other shit on there too man check it out get familiar and uh you know while while you're, you're done with that you know be sure to hot tag my boy of course the man who's responsible for bringing me back to this form of music the hip hop hybrid man uh tell him all about it bro you guys know what it is, man. I tell you guys, every single week we do the show, D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. Hit that search bar. There I are. Five-star bars for you and yours. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> but no, nah, for sure, man, hit, check any platform you like to stream your favorite artists from, a.k.a. me and Quincy Jones, because we're the world's greatest tag team. But hey, what else is new? Um, you know, just check it out, man. I mean, I got multiple albums on there. Hit me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon Music, all the above, man. TikTok, Instagram, I'm all over the place, man. Check me out. Check Quincy Jones out. Uh, make sure you go ahead and check our Mercari's out as well. You know, your boys got the got the merch, you got the hats, I got the shirts, they got the phone fingers, so you can too sweet me when you meet me, Jack. Other than Facts. that, man, go ahead and uh, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram or at Doc underscore KGS pod. You can also find me at Doc Lesnar on TikTok and I'm Doc Lesnar on Facebook and Twitter. As well as uh, the Quincy Jones show on TikTok as well. We're, we're trying to we're trying to get a uh, get them impressions up, boy. Oh, okay. I'm loving that. Details is crucial, baby. You know but, we got uh, the yeah, Russell man. Wednesdays popping, man. You know we trying to we yeah, trying to do yeah, something. Yeah. Russell Wednesdays hashtags. Yeah, if you guys 
you got a you got a dope t-shirt man we we started up this wrestle wednesdays hit us up join the hashtag man we trying to get more engaged with y'all man because we love the listeners you guys keep us doing this and you've been supporting for so long so go ahead check it out other than that man everyone have a good weekend watching absolutely yes, it's sir. a big weekend um very good news. you know I, i'm really happy for this acquisition of roh so i'm excited to see what happens going forward but other than that my dude the world's greatest tag team partner in this business you know what the time it is i got three, three words, words for him tough guys, tough guys. Out. Out.